PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in Israel. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. Welcome to Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside from the Poop Pit Stout team. Hey, yo. What's up, you fucking marks? Will you ever return to the cockpit? That's the question. Uh, I don't know. Last week, I literally thought it was like the end of my the end of my days. Hashtag Baron Corbin. <laughs> Last week, was, dude, I, I had never felt like worse in my life. Then last week, I was like, this is it, man. This is when I was like, somebody fucking cue Green Day good riddance. <laughs> Your boys on your way out. Actually, you... So fucked up. Do you want to you wanna hear a funny story from yesterday? Sure. So yesterday I went to get my uh, first, like, infusion thing for a new medicine. Because um, my older medicine just did not do a damn thing for me for three months. <laughs> so... It's like it's this little place you go into. You have like your own like big chair, reclines. You get you can get like warm blankets if you want, which is incredible. And then like they'll bring you drinks and stuff if you want. You just got to sit there, and this thing takes like three hours. Well, before I started, I'm sitting there talking to the doctor. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. So I go to the bathroom, I come back out. Uh, my mom came with me because I didn't know how I was going to feel after it and if I was able to drive. Yeah. And she's talking to like this old man. And I'm like, who the fuck is she talking to? And she's like, oh, hey, this gentleman here, he uh, he has ulcerative colitis too. And he's here for his, his uh, infusions as well. And I was like, oh. And he's like, hi, I'm Jim. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm Jim. And this guy's like probably like 70s. And, and like I'm looking at him and he's got like <laughs> all right so i'm in there like you can wear whatever you want so i have like you know a baseball cap on uh a hoodie sweatpants and just some like moccasins and i look at this guy and he's got a baseball hat on <laughs> hoodie sweatpants and moccasins he's got and moccasins on yes and his name's jim and i was just like well there's my fucking future and i was like well i guess i'm the good thing uh at least I think I'll be alive for quite some time. Uh, on the bad side, I'm going to be dealing with this shit for quite some time. And I was just like, you got it. He was like, hey, I'm Jim. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, old man. I'm going to throw you out this window. <laughs> you motherfucker. It's like Back to I the was, Future. It, 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 it was. It was just funny because he was just like dressed the same as me. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what to do about this, man. And I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Dude, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, what a, what a fucking day. I don't have that funny of a story, but I was at my brother's hockey game the other night. And like, yeah. one high schooler walks by like wearing like Vans, skinny jeans, and like a jean jacket. And Katie goes, look, there's young you. And I'm like, ha uh. uh, <laughs> What a zing by the naked lady. I know. Wow. Oh, she's been on one lately. That's because I haven't been around to take her down a notch dude we played poker at Corey's house the other night and she was just chirping everybody i was like what was the she? fuck where's this coming from <laughs> Corey's like dude chill just chill just chill just chill <laughs> just chill and then he starts <laughs> talking shit to her like immediately after that classic Corey. ah oh, man but anyway yeah Corey's not here again you know our part-time full-time host yeah yeah i think i think he's got it like set up i think wednesdays after work he has to go and meet the baby mama and stuff and do the dad thing do the dad thing and all that good shit so what a bummer kids kids suck yeah they really do all right well let's not waste any more time i guess oh actually so as i woke up this morning i got a notification on my phone and um I saw that starting next year, or is it two years? It's next year, I yeah, think. Yeah, next year, yeah. I forget we're in 2019 now. It's still 2016 in my head. But uh, uh, I wake up and I get a notification from the NHL saying that starting in 2019-20 season, uh, the St. Louis Blues will be broadcasted on ESPN 101. No shit. Mm, Jesus. What idiots. Like, like this, we called this. We called this like a few weeks ago. We're like, they're probably going to be on ESPN 101 in like a year or two because there's no way that they're backing them up like this much just for nothing. Right. Yeah. Fucking. A lot of people are pissed because it like totally, it, a lot of people like out of town and stuff don't get 101 ESPN. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, cool. Thanks. Like even people like, I don't know, even an hour or so outside of Missouri. I don't know how true like an hour is, but relatively close range or like in Illinois and stuff. They're like, okay, well, uh, one-on-one better 
bump up their uh, their range because I can't listen to blues games now. You know, I'm not like sick enough for one on one because I think they're. Well, not, I'm not going to say that because I know a bunch of people that work there that I like other than like <clears throat> good old Rand. But uh, um, Randleberry. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, dude, just get the app. The app works everywhere. Well, oh, the Blues app. No, the ESPN I think has an app. Like, oh, does it? One on one, like, yeah, it has like an app to where you can like listen. Well, you can download. I know, like, iHeartRadio. Like, you can listen to any radio station like on that app. Like, you can just like pick Florida and like search the Florida radio stations. Hmm. So I'm sure there's something like that. But I know KMOX. Like, it reaches down to like fucking New Orleans. Like, New Orleans can get KMOX. Yeah. So I don't think seventy-year-old Jerry probably wants to yeah. <laughs> put an app on his phone. He probably just wants his fucking bunny-eared radio, like me and my dad have, to listen to KMOX. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, that's just one of those things where it's like you got to keep up with, I guess, the times. But I wonder if that means they're going to make have different announcers. I hope not. I really hope not. I like Kerber. So do I. I haven't really listened to too much radio to where I don't know if I like Vitaly or not, but I like Kerber. I'm not a fan, personally. Yeah, I've, yeah my dad kind of said the same thing. He's like, he's like, I don't hate it, but he's like, I don't... Yeah, like he seems like a nice there's guy. There's something missing there. My dad was just a huge Kelly Chase fan on the radio, though, because he just loved that Chaser mm-hmm. just fucking told it how it was. Exactly. Um, Who's like, nope, we're not having any of that. Yeah. Uh, and Kerber does, too. Kerber's, Kerber has no problem. He'll, he'll, he'll lean into the team if he has to, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know how good... Vitaly is. He might not have too long of a run. <gasps> also, it's his first time, so it's yeah. tough doing radio. Yeah, it's just like, but it's like you said, or like your dad said. Like, I don't hate him. Like, he seems like a great guy, but yeah. he's just too like goody goody two shoes for me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I uh, used. I think the Blues might have oh. a little too much control over their media, and uh, you think. You know, hey, just make you got to make us look good. You got to put us over, kid. Like, I mean, it was so obvious that fucking like that was going to happen. Like they were so far up Armstrong's ass this past year. It was like, dude, he's making some horrible fucking moves. Like, how can you stick up for him? Yeah. It's like they were like slaves to him. Just Mm -hmm. like, yay, good job. I just love that we called it. That's like my favorite thing. Like we've called like this whole we've called this whole season. That's pretty easy to see. It, it, I mean, it's, it's I mean, if people are paying attention, like we are, it's like yeah, they're the only people that are like never say a bad thing about the team, right? It's like, well, I wonder why. Randleberry, they're, they're getting paid. That's why. Yeah, must be a good amount of money or something. Oh shit! All right, Idiots. well, fuck them. Let's get into songs of the week. <laughs> Stuart, I'm actually picking my last song right now. All right, all right. I'm, so, I'm assuming that we might have the same song for one pick. We might. If you're going by newer music. Um, No, I'm not. All right, then never mind. So we might. We probably won't. All right, well, good. Maybe. I don't know, though. just depends. All right. Do you want me to start? you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead and start. Did you hear? Did you listen to last week? By the way, no, I didn't. Uh, Corey got me. Corey got me good last week. On a singer? Yeah. 
Oh, like we're getting ready to do songs of the week, and I'm like not thinking. He's just goes, "Hey, you want to kick it off?" I'm like, yeah, sure. And I go to talk. He's like, "I'll do it." Number one, it's like, oh, fuck. damn, yeah. And I was like, he's... "Well, Jim's not here. It doesn't count." So, oh, <laughs> you always find your way to fucking <laughs> you. You always you always spit at John Cena. I do, yeah, John Cena. Oh, by the way, we'll get into the Royal Rumble in a little bit. But your new predictions champion, Lord Tricky Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we we, we can talk about that at the Rumble. I, you know, I. That's <laughs> just how the story. It's just, it's just how the storyline had to be written. God, Goldie looks great over my arm again. But anyway, let's. Uh, yeah. I'll kick it off. Number one, I got. Uh, since we're, uh, I'm gonna do like one ninety song a week until you come back because we decided last week that when you come back will be our last 90s episode <laughs> yeah it should have been like four weeks ago but <laughs> sorry but Corey and i made the executive decision that when you come back so that way you'll have a fun episode when you come back be our last 90s episode but my first song of the week is sexy motherfucker by prince oh wow okay yeah yeah it's a great <laughs> song it's just a great song you sexy yeah. motherfucker he just does that like over and over for like four minutes Good old Prince. They should just replay his performance at the Super Bowl every year. They should. They should replay that in U2's from 2001 or 2002, whenever that happened. Just do that. Because that U2 one was fucking awesome because it was like the tribute yeah. to 9-11. And then Prince would just tore the house down. Prince is just fucking Prince. That's probably the greatest halftime show yeah. of all time. Easily. Ah, all right. Um... Uh... My first song this week, uh, gonna do a little little song by the Lumineers, a little ho hey. I've been trying to do it right. I think uh, ever since, did you see the video of that guy from like the KHL doing it at the All Star game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually sounded pretty good, and I was like, it wasn't too bad. Man, uh, I was like, yeah, kind of, yeah, it wasn't too bad for a, for a grungy hockey player. Mm-hmm. What's funny is I don't think the people over there knew that song. No, not at all. The hockey players did, but like the hockey, yeah. But I don't think the fans did. No, at no, all. And no. then, like a week later, like a couple of weeks ago, there was a video that came out, and it was like during a timeout or a a video review that was going on forever. They started playing it. Like everybody in the crowd was like singing the song. So I guess, <laughs> I guess he just like made it. people there probably like, oh, this song is fantastic. This is and a I great like, song. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this song. And I just started listening to it, and now I'm over it. Can you, can you imagine if he, like, sang, like, the Hanukkah song over there? And then, like... That would be hysterical. The crowd's just like, what's this? <laughs> sloppy Joe, sloppy, sloppy Joe. <laughs> like, what, back. The fuck's, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? <laughs> oh, man. So... <laughs> Blame, saying, pleased to meet you. Uh, oh, uh... Can I say something real quick about little SNL? Yeah. Did you see what I retweeted? No. I know we don't get political on here, but, uh... Donald Trump Jr. Oh, I did see that. Retweeted somebody that like pointed out a bunch of stuff, and he goes, "Yeah, it's like some funny like a S and L skit." He put S like the lo- like the little symbol for and and L, and I was like, "You are an idiot, dude." He can't it's that he has to think like that was a joke, right? That can't be serious. Like he doesn't know what the N and S and L means. Like I, that, that can't be serious, right? I hope not. My God, what a fucking idiot! Yeah, I was dying at that. Just uh, 
wanted to throw that out there. What a fucking idiot. Oh, speaking of politics real quick, I just got to say, thank God that the government's back on for like three weeks because I'm going to Vegas this weekend and I was really worried about my flight. So, Oh, oh yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. I forgot you're going there this weekend. Yep. I forgot you're going to the Super Bowl. What's not? No, the Super Bowl's in Atlanta. Oh, God. Duh, dumbass. I don't know why I thought that. Idiot. You're going to Super Bowl weekend. Dude, a lot of people actually thought that, though. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Vegas. Got an all-inclusive party for the Super Bowl. They're like, oh, dude, the Super Bowl's going to be in Vegas? I'm like, no. It's in Atlanta. Yeah. I'm just what going to Vegas. It, <laughs> you talked it up. It sounded like uh, you're going to the Super Bowl. Well, either way, I'm, I mean, it's basically, I will call it the Super Bowl anyways, just because it's Vegas. Yeah, it'll be more fun than the Super Bowl, so... Oh, yeah. I don't know. This game is going to be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I hate the Super Bowl, so... Can't wait to talk about football stuff with you in ten minutes. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your song? Uh, my second song this week uh, is by a little-known rapper by the name of J. Cole. Okay. He has a brand-new song out called Middle Child. Really good. I haven't listened to it yet. I like it. Is it good? Yep. I like J. Cole. So what? He's just true to himself. Mm-hmm. And that was the song I thought you were going to have. So I was like, had Florence and the Machine as, as a backup just in case. <laughs> no, I have actually haven't listened to that song yet. And you, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. Florence and the Machine, moderation. Go listen to that song too. Mm-hmm, okay. I do like flow. Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my number two. All right, so my number two, my number two, a little throwback to the uh, late, or the mid-2000 mixer days, <laughs> Old John and the East Side Boys, Lovers and Friends, Ooh. featuring Usher and, uh, Usher and Ludacris, I believe, yeah. I think so. God, yeah, I forgot little, about that song. Little Lovers and Friends action, you know? All bumping and grinding at the mixer. That song's like really dirty, isn't it? Save space for Jesus. Get out of here, lunch lady Michelle. <laughs> get my get my jeans rubbed on right now. <laughs> get out of here, lunch lady Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song is pretty dirty. Did I tell you the story of how I got kicked out of a mixer one time? Oh. So, this one chick there, total, just going to call her a slut. So, uh, <laughs> she, like, laid me down on the ground and started, like, doing some, like, freaky grinding shit on me. And I'm, like, 13, 12 years old, so, like, this is cool. And they came over and yelled at me, only at me. I'm like, I'm not, dude, I'm laying down. Why am I the one getting yelled at? It's bullshit. And then... P.D. Pablo came on. You know, a little freak leak No, take your shirt off, twist around your head, spin like a helicopter. Oh, yeah, raise up. Yeah, I took off my shirt and started swinging it around, and they just grabbed me and took me outside. I couldn't come back in. <laughs> so the true story is that they kicked you out because you were the only one that was like, can we play you 2 for four hours straight? And all the kids were like, shut up, Todd. That, that joke makes no sense to my story, Jim. That's just the true story to why you got kicked out. No, they wouldn't play Beautiful Day, damn it. <laughs> just play Sweetest Thing. Just, I just want to slow dance to Sweetest Thing. You look at this girl in the eyes and just be like, I, I touched her butt. <sighs> What's funny is uh, I didn't get kicked out of a mixer, but they wouldn't let me leave. 
They wouldn't let you leave? No, because I was just like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> uh, my ride's here. I don't know them. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. Like, and they remember they used to like not let you leave. Yeah, that's like, but my rides, but they're outside. <laughs> yeah, they're like, really? Go. What? What's the car? And you're like, like uh, a big ass suburban. They're like, I don't see one. And I'd be like, it's right there. And they're like, oh, that one. And it's like, yeah, like where, where do you th- where do you think I'm gonna go? Like, just let me, just let me leave. Yeah, I remember. Well, it's funny because like if you walk out. Like, because we're so dumb that if we just walked out, they're not going to chase after you. Like, because they have all the other kids. Like, oh, yeah. And you're not going to get in trouble. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, we're going to call the police because I fucking left a mixer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so fu- I wish I would have known that, like, back in the day. I could have just walked out. Like, you know. No shit. Yeah. God, that was the worst. And then you're just dancing with a girl, and they're like, back it up now. Back it up. Off each other. Yeah, and then you just and then you just scoot back closer together, like as they walk away. Shut up, Susan. You're probably leaving with the other chaperone, Jerry, and you're both married. Yeah, Susan, go with Michelle and make out in the back, you losers. Yeah, or I see that ankle tattoo, (laughs) 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 and that was the mixer days. All right, cool. Is it my song? (laughs) Uh, I think it's my. uh, Yeah, it is your song. (laughs) And that was and that was mixer talk. (laughs) <laughs> your song. Uh, my third song this week is by Fiddler. They have a brand new album out, really good. It's really grungy. I like it a lot. And this the song is called Scam Likely. Really good, yeah. really good band. They totally are like a throwback to like '90s grunge, and I love it. But yeah. this song sounds like The Clash. Like, okay, yeah, I can dig that. They're all over the place, but like, this is like the one song that's like throwback to the clash days and then the rest is like screaming grunge music huh yeah i haven't uh never heard of the fiddler we're good is it fiddler or the fiddler it's just fiddler okay it's just fiddler (laughs) i'll have to check them out need some 90s grunge in my life they're good (sighs) was that your third song yeah that was that was that was my tray okay Uh, tray song (laughs) get it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> done no never <laughs> my uh Trey song this week is uh joke. by a little guy named Alan Stone have you heard of him I think so a little song called Unaware huh. it's actually an old song from my 2011 it's actually uh <laughs> I'm unaware of that song <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> god you are you're like a shitty Cartoon Network show that got canceled after like three episodes. I'm slap happy right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. Uh, yeah, it's a little song from 2000. It's one of these songs where I was just scrolling through uh, Facebook one night at fucking 3 a.m. like I always am, and it's like this guy said he'd never he he'll never do the song unless it's do what ever again after doing it with this guy. And it was one of those like voice shows, or maybe it was American Idol with like Lionel Richie and shit and uh these guys just fucking killed the song and i was like damn that was pretty good and then i went and found like the original song and it's like from 2011 and i was like oh this is old but <laughs> this is old it's a nice little song i think uh it's a little little windows down action a little windows down action eh maybe not right now because it's you know because it's like six degrees but on uh, on saturday and sunday it's gonna be like 65 degrees yeah that makes sense know. 
Yeah, the good brothers up north sent down the chill. Hey, so fucking stupid. Uh, I'm gonna pause songs of the week real quick because when I woke up this morning, one of my favorite comedians, Chris D'Elia, uh, I didn't know he has a podcast called Congratulations, and he posted a video of this R. Kelly thing from like a couple weeks ago. Okay, listen to this. Just listen. this is real. This is okay. real, by the way. They showed the footage of R. Kelly in Ethiopia recently singing this song that he made up for Ethiopia. It's like a little fundraiser thing. Jesus Christ. Here you go. R. Kelly's a bad guy, obviously. He pisses on 14-year-olds. Nothing worse. <laughs> nothing worse. If he wasn't a bad guy and a, an actual good guy, this would be the most illest song of all time. Because it's as basic, and he just says what he wants. That's the thing I like about R&B. It's the thing I liked about R. Kelly's songs, too, until I realized he pissed on 12-year-olds. So this is what he sings to people in Ethiopia. I got it. Do you have your passport? He's in Ethiopia. Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America. Just to send it home another time, said America again. The fact that he calls himself Rob is really the icing on the cake. <laughs> like he's like, look, call me Rob though. I'm sorry. The greatest <laughs> lyrics of all time. Did you get your shots? <laughs> like a badass motherfucker singing R&B, but we still gotta fucking play cool by the government. God, just listen. You get, still need your better. passport, even though I'm gonna do such dirty things. You still need your passport. Did you get your shots? <laughs> do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? So unsexy. <laughs> I mean... Passport. Did you get your shots? Uh, so unsexy. Think about a, a fucking girl in a doctor's office and like with like blinding fucking neon lights. I'm sorry, but did you get your passport? Made my jaw drop. And then when he said fucking... Did you get your shots? I had to pick it up off the floor like the mask. <laughs> Did you get your shots? <laughs> Would you like to come back with Rob to America? Least sexy name of all time, Rob! Dude, it's so amazing how not sexy he made it. Like, he, you could be like, I want to travel you all over the world and take you in my private jet back with me to home and make sweet love to you. But he was just like, do you have, you just got right down to it. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Come back with Robert to America. <laughs> ha! not sexy. Yeah. Dude, he legit did all that. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. I actually, I just looked up that video and shared it to uh, my buddy Mick's Facebook wall because we're always talking shit about like crazy shit R. Kelly and Fifty Cent does, and he's gonna lose his mind over that. Dude, it's just great because like Chris Lee is just sitting there and he's just looking at the people like filming. He's like, "What the 
fuck. <laughs> yeah, who, all right, so who's the guy na- kind of narrating over it? Chris D'Elia. The, he's the... I think I've showed you some stuff by him before. He's fucking hilarious. Like His voice sounded really familiar. But as soon as those lyrics... When it was like, do you have your passport? And then when he said, did you get your shots? Literally laying in bed right now, my jaw was just like dropped for like a minute. I was like, no way. Did that you is get the, your shots? That is, do you want to come back with Rob? I was hoping he would go on a rant about like him calling himself Rob. Robert. Like, what a loser. Oh my God. That's, he is like the shittiest person in the world. He but is. That's, that's hysterical. He is, like, mentally unstable. Like, how this guy still has a career is beyond me. Uh, did you see my tweet, like, a week or so ago? Yeah, I think <clears> so. About R. Kelly, where I was like, so since I've been sick, every once in a while, I, I just, I, people probably can't tell from my social media because I'm just trying to crack jokes because the only thing that keeps me somewhat sane for, like, five <laughs> seconds in my life when I'm sick. And I tweeted, and I was like, yeah, you know, it was something like, I know R. Kelly, like, completely screwed up, but, like, Am I still allowed to just bump the ignition song? Because, like, it's a pretty damn good song. Right. Like, or, like, I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah, like, can I still... Is it, is it publicly okay to still listen to Ignition Remix by R. Kelly? Or, like, is that not going to be allowed? Because that will just upset me. I think it's publicly okay to listen to anything before, like... Anything after World's Greatest. I think that's where the cutoff is. If you listen to anything I don't know, new... Too, I, think he was, I think he was pissing on girls back when Ignition was around. So uh... it's... Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Maybe we oh, can just fuck. He did have like a really like banger of a song with Usher too. Yeah, he did. It's like God damn I'm it. I'm a flirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm a flirt. <laughs> I'm a flirt. <laughs> oh God, that's that's the. That's See, the we should we should parry that. We should parry that. If nobody else has like parried that song yet, I'm. Oh I, my God. I got a fart. Yeah, that could be me. I got too much gas built up, mama fart. I oh, gotta God. take a shit really bad. I actually have a disease. <laughs> <laughs> it's alternative oh. colitis. <laughs> dude, we could do one to the world's greatest. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of something like uh when he's like, hey, I made it, it could like be something along the lines of me like being able to make it to the bathroom. Like, hey, I made it. <laughs> I didn't shit my pants. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dude. not stopping the sky. I'm that turd in the toilet. <laughs> hey, I made it mm, to the bathroom. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, dude, I've been thinking about this for like a couple years. I always fancy myself as a uh, I can make up some parodies right off the top of my head every once in a while when I'm listening yeah. to a song. I think the world needs a new, like, Weird Al. But, like, R-rated. Yeah, and I think we can make it work. Oh, for sure. For I, sure. I, I think it's possible. Have I never sent you the Chris D'Elia thing with him ripping on Drake? Like, he rips on Drake, like, multiple times, and it's hilarious. Uh, you probably did. Where he's, like, talking about, like... He's like, I got fucking Drake stuck in my head. He sucks, but I have him stuck in my head. He's like, started at the bottom. Now we're here. He's like, he's like doing this thing where he's like, he puts his hands like at the bottom of his body. They puts it higher and higher. And he's like, he's like, this is a song about what my hand is, but you can't tell. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. Started over here. Now we're there. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. Drake, what's the song called? I'm going to call it Locations. (laughs) 
He's like, he's like, do you ever think Drake was just in like a fucking like motorcycle shop? He's like, hmm, hmm, I can't ride a motorcycle yet, but they got these mopeds, these bitch ass mopeds, and he gets on the moped. And he's like, hmm, start at the bottom. Now we're here riding away. It's like then a little later on, I'm gonna get a motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude, it's great. I gotta listen to more stuff for this guy, dude. He's fucking great. He's like. He's like, Greg always sings like he's a pussy. He's like, I'm crying in the shower. He's like, used to be like, listen to rap. He's like, you're going to die by the end of the song. He's like, oh, shit, I guess I better turn this off or I guess I better turn it up. I don't know. Now with Drake, <laughs> it's like, I'm crying in the shower. It's like, what the fuck happened to rap? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I crying right now? <laughs> Dude, he's good. Yeah, I got to send you some stuff because he's fucking great. Definitely. Uh, so is it your song? Is it four? Yeah. Uh, my four. <laughs> I like that little. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. Wait. One, two. Three. Yeah, it's four. Okay, cool. Uh, my next song is by Lav. I think it's how you pronounce their name, Lav. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I've had a few songs by we, him before. We can we mix them up with Lonnie? Yeah, I think it's like I don't know if it's Lav or just like Law or Lavi. Lau. Lau. Luv. Lau. Are you going to the mall today? <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, I'm picking them, and their song is "I'm So Tired." They have a new song that came out last week. Yeah, I listened to that. It's a good song. It's a good song. Forgot about that. A lot of good, like new music came out last week. Like a shitload of good music came out last week. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you follow like the all new like indie playlist that Spotify does, but yeah. like everything that was on that playlist last week was fucking great. <laughs> hmm. I'll just check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I like that. Wow, love, love, Live. Wow. Live, live. I like him. He's got some good songs. Yeah, he does. Good pick. Good pick, Todd. Thanks, man. Uh, so my number four. My number four is off the uh, new album that uh, I kind of liked, kind of didn't like. It's hit or miss. Uh, Weezer. Their cover of "Everybody Wants to Rule the World." Dude, I loved that album. Uh, I liked. The songs like I didn't like, I didn't hate, but a couple of them I was like, eh, man, not too bad. I mean, they did a good job, like, really nailing, like, the sound and stuff, but, yeah. like, I was just like, eh, that's not my, like, I'd rather not have heard a cover of that song, but, uh... Dude, they killed I, No Scrubs. They killed No Scrubs, definitely. Take, um, uh, Take On Me was actually really good, I thought. Take On Me was really good. Um, what was the other one they did? Uh... Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky, I thought they did a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Billy Jean, I didn't like all that much. Yeah, the Billy Jean one, I didn't care for. I didn't care for Paranoid because it they tried like they obviously like made his voice sound too much like Ozzy. Yes, my opinion. Yeah, but other than that, man, I really fucking enjoyed that album. Yeah, um, I didn't listen to Africa because I heard it ninety million times. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why. Um, Yarl. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I really liked the "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" cover, which I was like nervous about because that's one of my favorite songs. Same, dude. Same. And, uh, and that's not the park, but yeah, like that Mister Blues, like they really did a good job nailing like the sound or like taking you back to like that era of music. Mm-hmm. They really, they, yeah. They didn't switch it up too much, but just enough to where it's like, all right, this is got. It's like the Weezer. Like if Weezer had to do a take on. Mm-hmm. You know, these songs. So and the Sweet <clears throat> Dreams song. Oh yeah. They did a really good job on that. Yeah. 
And the bass fucking hits on that song if you listen to it in the car. Yeah. But, uh... Good album. Uh, Mike, I just want to say real quick, um... Mike? Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to say real quick, when we do our first 80s uh, episodes, uh, I call dibs on Everybody Wants to Rule the World. What the fuck? No. Dibs. You know what? I'm pretty sure I already have it on the playlist, so whatever. Oh, dude, so do I. That's, like... That's one of my all-time favorite songs as well. Like, I love that fucking song. Yeah, it's so good. Fine. You know what? I got dibs on, uh... Um... Um... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm losing it. Uh... <laughs> the, oh, uh... I just want to use your love tonight. I get dibs on, uh... <laughs> on, uh... Time After Time. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oh, God, if you really want to piss me off, just be like, I have dibs on Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you Joshua Tree for time after time. No deal. I need, I need everybody wants to rule the world in there as well. Jesus, Armstrong. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, now I'm mad. Sorry if you can hear the fan, I'm in the... Uh... I'm in the real poop pits right now. You're in the now. John? You're in the yeah. John Cena? Yeah, I'm in the John Cena. Hey, you want to know a fucking fun fact that fucking blew my mind? Hmm. The song She Drives Me Crazy is actually an 80s song. Yeah. I thought it came out in, like, 92, because apparently it got really popular again in, like, 1992. Yeah, it's uh, one of the greatest music videos ever. It's just crazy because, like, I don't think they were on SNL until like the like mid nineties. Like, no, they weren't. That song. Well, I think I think they're from a different country. I think so. I think it was one of those like delayed things of like music making its way over to from England. Yeah, I think it, I feel like that used to happen back in the day with some songs. It was like, oh yeah, over in the UK, it was really really popular, but it never like made its popularity and the United States for like a couple years or something. But pretty sure we that... can hear you like pooping or peeing or whatever. No, I was just walking down the stairs. Oh, I thought you were pooping. No. <laughs> I was trying to You gotta haul this laptop around. <sighs> um no, I was going down the stairs. No, I'm right. back in bed. Um yeah, dude, have you seen the music video for it or do you remember it? It's yes. fucking it's, it's crazy. It's I weird. want Jimmy Fallon to uh Remake that music video with Paul Rudd, like they did with. Uh, oh, dude, we should with, tweet uh, that to him. With uh, fuck, 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 fuck. What was that song? Go west. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to fall <laughs> at your feet. <laughs> to the bone. Wishful, King of wishful thinking. Yes, there it is. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's yeah, a great I song, know. by the way. I fucking oh, love that song. Fabulous song. Fabulous music video too. You know I will. I'm a king of I think you actually picked that song for a song of the week. It's it was on like the right after. It was like right after they uh, did the parody music video. God, that parody is fucking. Paul Rudd hysterical. just fucking nails it. Yeah, he does. Dude, I don't know if you've ever. I think I. Made, I think I sent it to you when it came out. But like the, uh, like the blooper reel to them doing that music video is so fucking funny because he's like getting into it. Jimmy Fallon, like, yeah, like, he didn't think Paul Rudd was going to get that into it, and he just, like, loses it, because he's just, like, Paul Rudd's just going, like, zero to a hundred, and Jimmy's just like, what the fuck? 
Dude, if if they make a movie, like if Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd could just make a movie for two hours of him just dancing, and I'd like laugh the entire time. Oh, definitely, <laughs> without a doubt. Have you seen Have you seen him dancing on Tim and Eric? Yes, My it's fucking absurd. It's fucking great. He always does that same dance move too. Where he's like shimming like to the left, yes. and to the right. Yeah. Yep. 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 And I do that when I get really drunk, and I just call it the Paul Rudd. <laughs> We should make a video of us just like we should just do a compilation video of us at bars doing the Paul Rudd. <laughs> Dude, we totally should. We totally so, should. So just, like, get out of this house. So we totally should do like a video or just Paul Rudding around St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just like down by like downtown, like by the yard. Like, hey Jim, hit that Paul Rudd, and, and then just, I just do it and just play King of Wishful Thinking just over it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Gold, write it down, dude. Bucket. That is gold. That is gold. I mean, you have to write it down. We just need to write down locations. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh, but dude, actually, I just got excited. I want to go film that like now and send it I to know. him. Like, Paul, you need to come on their show. Oh God, that'd be so good. Mm-hmm. Oh man. All right. Is it uh, your fifth and final song? Did you do one? Uh, yeah. Did everybody wants to rule the world, Weezer? Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I forgot, dude. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Watching NXT from last night, and Street Profits just came on, and you know how like Montez Ford comes out with the the solo cup. Yeah, everybody in the front row has a solo cup, just like waving it around. That's awesome. Did, yeah. did you watch the clip I tweeted you? I want to say yes. The flip that he does. Maybe it didn't. I think I just I think I just tagged you and it just said bro. I want to, When was this? Uh, I want to say it was from last night's show or something like that oh if you tweeted if you tweeted to my personal account i haven't looked yeah. at it yet because i'm always okay. on because i always get notifications for twitter and like a like a tweet from you will be like in like hidden in all the shit that we get <laughs> which we've been like killing it lately yeah dude we did uh i slacked on tweeting tuesday i just was feeling Not like right. crap but monday we were uh we did good sunday we did good yeah that balor tweet like exploded yeah I was, dude. I'm so. I like. I mean, my Nia Jax tweet didn't do like, you know, off the charts. But I like wasn't expecting to get over a hundred something likes and oh yeah, a good amount of retweets. I thought I was going to get a lot more backlash on it. You had like a couple. Uh, re- you had a couple tweets on Monday night that like got over a hundred. I thought. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I guess. Uh, I guess we're just firing all cylinders right Let's now. Let's go. Let's go. And then like now you have like. I'm not dealing with Marks anymore right now, and I'm just like unfollowing him. Did you see the one uh, guy got get mad at us for unfollowing him? I'm like, like, dude, you're being a troll. He's like, I'm not, I'm not being a troll. I'm just like, I think people just need to use the unfollow button a little more. And like, like ten, like you know, like on replies, you don't get like likes if you're in like a conversation. But that tweet got like twenty like likes. It's like, yeah, yeah dude, fuck <laughs> you. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. All right, my fifth and final song is a tie. It's my song. This is my songs of the week because I okay. didn't know this was coming, and they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Vampire Weekend has two new songs out. Harmony Hall in 2021, or just 2021, whatever you want to call it. Fucking amazing songs. Like, they're Good back. songs. So happy they're back. I feel like you were just talking about them a couple weeks ago. I was. I was like, they haven't put out anything yet. Like, they haven't put out anything. It's been since 2013 they put out new music. Yeah, that's right. What, what are they? Oh, Vampire Weekend? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I saw they had new songs too. I think it popped up on like my Spotify or something, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't listen to it. What, what were the two songs? Twenty twenty one, and what's the other one? Harmony Hall. Oh, and they Harmony just Hall. announced that they're going on tour. But I swear to God, if it's on the same day as Ozzy Osbourne, I want to kill them. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. Let's see. Let's see. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Please don't be on the same day. Please don't be on the same day. Please don't be on the same day. Uh, yes. All right. We're going out. We're going the Vampire Weekend, baby. Fuck yeah. They're coming June 12th or something like that. Oh, nice. Sweet. I, I think if they decide if they were like going to book St. Louis and then saw that Ozzy Osbourne was playing, they'd be like, um. Dude, that's, happen- sh- that's happened to me before. Who the fuck would book it while an Ozzy Osbourne show's going on? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm not, like, I'm not saying just like Ozzy, but like there was a oh, it was another band, but it's like a big name band. I'm like, why would they book it on the same night that they're in town? Like that's so stupid. Like, yeah, it's not a smart idea. No, not at all. But uh, I'm trying to see real quick. Uh, so the new album by Vampire Weekend called Father of the Bride is coming out. Their fourth album. It's just crazy to me that like. Like, if I say 2013, a lot of people will be like, that's not that long ago. And then if you really think about it, like, yeah, we're in 2019 now. That was almost a decade ago. Like, yeah, isn't that wild. crazy? It's wild. It is wild. They haven't put out new music in over six years. Like, that's a long time to, like, not put out new music when they're just kind of, like, they're not, like, yeah. that big. Like, Right, yeah. You think you'd be, like, putting out more and more music or something. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to see... So I think I know why they spent such a long time like not doing it. But so they used to have this uh, guy on their band or in their band who like wrote a lot of their music and composed like a lot of their music, kind of like how Georgie does for the 1975. Yeah, Rostam is his name. Rostam. I don't know how you pronounce his name correctly. But he left the band like after their last album to do his solo stuff. But it wasn't like an angry leave. He's just like, I just want to do my own shit. And I think. Ariza Cohing, uh, the lead singer of the Vampire Weekend, was like, well, we don't want to do music until you come back. And I think he's, and I just looked it up, he is producing the next album, so. Woo. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I guess he's back in the band, I guess, just for this album. I have no idea, but but I have a f- pretty strong feeling that that was why that we haven't seen music from them in almost six years. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm, but I'm excited. The new music's really good. And if you like, have you listened to any old Vampire Weekend stuff? Uh, dude, I, I feel like I had to have because, like, when you were talking, about, I was like, that sounds really familiar. And like, no, I wasn't thinking Vampire Diaries because I don't watch that shit. But I was like, I feel like I've, I know I've had to have heard a song, whether it was on like a, a video game I played or something. You've definitely it just, heard. It like, just sounded familiar. Film. So there, here, this was in a commercial, like. They they were even like we didn't like they were kind of like Matt and Kim are like we didn't know that this was gonna blow up the way it did and we're sorry for putting it in like a commercial. It's this song. Yep. Yeah, that that was yeah. one of their big ones. And that voice just sounds familiar. Yeah, and you definitely... I know you've heard this song. Yep, there it is. 
Like they're fucking good, man. All th- they don't have a bad song in my opinion. Like all three of their albums that they have out are just they're just like that. Like they don't go like too extreme or like anything like that. But their last album is like one of my all time favorite albums. I'm gonna have to dive into it. Yeah, it's good. You have to. You need to dive into that, and I. You still need to dive into you too, which I actually uh, was working on the playlist for you. Yeah, where's my playlist, Todd? Are you actually gonna listen to it? Probably. I have nothing else to do. All right. Well, I. I mean, I fucking gave you a video game to play, and you haven't even touched that yet. I have not. Which you should, because this is the perfect time to play it, because you'll get hooked on it. I know. I gave up on. Uh, Red Dead. Yeah, I just got tired of taking 40 minutes to ride a fucking horse 100 everybody's, yards. Everybody's been saying that. Everybody, it's either like people who play it are either like, I love it and I can't put it down, or like, I got sick of riding around on a fucking horse. Yeah, I was just like, Jesus Christ, it's taking forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, what's your, uh, what's your uh, final song, eh? Uh, my number one song this week uh, is a song that came out, I want to say last week, possibly, and it was about a band that I was talking about the week before because I put a song on and I was like, man, you know, I just like these guys. Whenever they come out with like a new single or something, I'm going to like one of their songs. Not knowing this was going to come out, uh, Little Judah and the Lion over my head. Oh, yeah. 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 I was, I feel like that always happens to me with music. It probably happens to you too. Where you're just like, yeah, you know, you listen to me like, man, you know, I haven't heard a song from them in a long time. And then all of a sudden there's just like a new song by them and you're like, did I just like predict the future or something i said that to you uh two weeks ago actually what when you were doing songs of the week and you picked Jude and the lion i go they just came out the new song it was when i picked a uh, long shot by uh catfish and the battleman oh yeah you did tell me that and i didn't even know they had a new song out mm-hmm. at all i was just like they just came into my they came on the radio one day when i was going to the doctor and i was like uh, and it wasn't the new song it was the song that i picked to take it all back mm-hmm. and i was like oh man i haven't heard a and i was like this is gonna be a band like where I like when they come out oh, with like a single and I like shit. it. And then they fucking dead. What was it? The doomsday like device thing from the Street Profits that you tagged me in? Yeah, they, they just did that. Holy uh, wait, shit! No, where he does the flip outside of the ring. I'm assuming it's gonna be right here because they're setting it up. Uh, yeah, probably. They is there a guy? Push is them. There a, is there a guy outside of the ring right now? Yes. Is he getting? Does he do it off the top rope? No. He, Oh, just. yep, here he goes, here he goes. Oh, nope, he just, nope, never mind. Guy pulled down the fucking Forgotten Sons, man. I just don't don't like them. Damn it, yeah. Um, All right, well, anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a little uh, Jude and the Lion over my head. I like it, just a, just a little catchy song. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. I like it too. I like it, I like it a lot. I like yeah. it a lot. I actually forgot about it. I haven't, I uh... it last week. I think, like, their last album they had, I, like, tried to, like, dive into it, and it was, like, kind of hit or miss for me. Like, it wasn't bad, but mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is just one of those bands that I'm going to end up liking, like, the popular songs, of course, and yeah. nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Uh, they're, they kind of remind me of another band that's, like, how you just said, like, you're not, like, really, really, like, into it, but, like, you'll listen to it every now and then. Yeah. Um. I can't think. They had Street Profits fucking lost that match? Come on, NXT. Stop pushing the Forgotten Sons. They're a bunch of freaking losers. Wait, is the match over? Yeah. You didn't see the flip? No, I guess I was looking at the Vampire Week and stuff. <laughs> God damn it. I'm... God damn it, Todd. I'm just going to tag offended at it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'll just go to my Twitter 
feed right now. Well, anyways, that was Songs of the Week. Make sure to go uh, follow us or uh, follow our playlist on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. Go yeah, do yeah. it. Go do it right now. Yeah. That was like our first Songs of the Week that actually lasted like really long again. The last couple times we've been doing it, we've been flying by. And actually, not going to lie, man, one-on-one with Corey was like a really smooth episode. Was it? Yeah, we didn't know like what to expect, but like it worked out very well. We did songs of the week at the end. Uh, we talked about doing that before. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What you guys? What did? What you guys even talk about last week? I don't even remember anything from last week. Oh damn! Just saw the flip. Yeah, he gets so much height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> damn. Okay, yeah, because Ricochet is like literally insane. Yeah, he, this guy goes. This other tweet of that video goes. Montez Ford jumping around higher than a Mario brother. No power up. <laughs> no power up needed. <laughs> it's like that's uh, so true. Yeah, that's great. yeah, dude, street profits are good. I liked when they uh, we watched them here. Yeah, dude, street profits are enter- they're entertaining. They're entertaining and they can wrestle. It's yeah, perfect. They can wrestle too. Yeah, it's just too bad that tag team wrestling doesn't matter to Vince McMahon. No shit. So. But yeah, what you guys? What you guys talk about last week? We talked about uh, the NFL. We talked about the two games, the NFL games, because like of all the oh, controversy yeah. that was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, it was actually brought up like a really good conversation. I didn't think we were gonna get that like detailed into it, but Corey actually went off like pretty well. Yeah, if, uh, he he can get on some rants. It was good though. I enjoyed it. And then our songs of the week lasted like thirty or forty minutes. Nice. But it, yeah, we just had those two topics. Oh wow! Yeah, I think we maybe talked a little Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. How'd the Rumble episode go? Did you do the Rumble episode with the uh, with Tof? Guys, I did it with Tof. It was just me and Tof, and that was really good too. I was like, Tof, you're gonna be my co-host. And he's like, Oh, oh boy, all right. And he like he blew it out of the water, like. Nice, dude. But, yeah, he knows he, his stuff. Yeah, and like, um, well, he does his show with jcd so i wasn't really worried but like i didn't know how our chemistry was going to come off but it worked out really well nice but you could tell like i was on like a little delay like getting to him which that was the only annoying thing because like if i would say something it'd be like a three or four second delay so if i like jump in to say something he would kind of go to start oh yeah ah, like i could hear myself like faintly in the background i'm like shit i'm not coming through like right away (laughs) But other than that, like, it was really good. Like, I liked it. I liked the information we put out. Nice. Yeah, I was actually really – I said to you last week, it was just like, fuck you. You and Corey thought I was, like, dead because I, like, legit – I, like, woke up to, like, all your guys' texts and stuff, and I was like, holy shit, these guys probably think I'm, like – Well, we were worried. Like, in the hospital. Yeah, I just, like – because I was just so – like, I wasn't able to eat anything, and I was just, like – I just didn't have anything in me, like, no energy. I, like, couldn't even focus for more than, like, 30 seconds, so I just – I just passed out, kind of like yesterday, I ended up passing out at like, I think I texted you like, yep, 7 o'clock, and then like 3 o'clock, I just like, I forgot that in that medicine I took, they fucking, they send Benadryl through it too to like counteract oh, anything. God. So, I slept during pretty much most of my infusion, and then later I was just like laying in bed, dude, and it was like, you know when you just try to keep yourself awake? You can't do it. Yeah, and then yeah. I just, and I even set an alarm for like 6 o'clock, because I was like, if I fall asleep, you know, and I just fucking... I slept through all of that. I felt <clears throat> I felt bad last week because I really wanted to fucking talk Rumble because it was yeah, there's a lot of good things to talk about. But mm. you know, Corey stepped in, Tof stepped in. That's what we do at PWP. So we got the PWB family, baby. Yeah, damn right. Um, 
What's Except for JCD, fucking can't stand him right now. <laughs> I started chirping him on. Tw- I was. <laughs> I'm gonna start chirping him on Twitter. I did think a see, little bit. Did you see the thing he his new article he posted today? Uh, I saw the headline. I'm gonna. I haven't. I haven't read it yet. I almost don't want to read it and just rip him and without like seeing. Because I'm sure he like. I know he he can tend to like think differently, but he also he he'll put good points. Yeah. To back up his case, he does. He always does. But I think I'm just not going to read it and just like chirp <laughs> shit. I, he's been tweeting stuff, and I've just been wanting to chirp him so bad lately, just to catch him off guard. Just to, you, you gotta like, be careful though. <clears throat> you gotta be careful though because he's he's always sticking up for you. He's always he's coming at me and sticking up I, and like he's I, on well, your that's, side. That's the thing. It's almost like a little a little heel turn here on him because he tweeted something. <laughs> it was like it was about the rumble. He's like if if this or that happens and blah blah blah. Um, you know that I, I'm fine with it, and I wanted to be like, "Hey, man, as long as you're fine with it, we're all fine with it." <laughs> just to like, just to be a fucking. See, I see what you're doing, Jim. Yeah, you're turning heel because Tommaso Ciampa, me, I win the title, and you're just Gargano, little puppet, little puppet master. It's it's basically like what happened. The storyline goes, you know, I'm I'm sick. I defended my title well while being sick the last couple months, but you know now I, I need to you know. You were champion my, for five months. Take my time to get better. It's kind of like you know when Michaels with the back injury and they you know had to write him off. You know, it's, it's losing the championship, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what. So basically, you're just you're probably you have the title, but like your ratings are going to go down. <laughs> so here's the thing that I so I so come back and get it in three weeks. We started doing these like the prediction like champion shit or whatever we did it. We started at money in the bank. I want to say, I think Maybe? so. Or did we start, fun. we started at takeover or no, we started at SummerSlam, but we started on the takeover before SummerSlam. You won yeah. the takeover, which you were the champ. I won at SummerSlam. And then I think you won at the next pay-per-view <laughs> and just held it from there. Yeah, Maybe I might've won it like hell in a cell. Was it? Yeah. It's September. Which doesn't here? Here's WWE's logic. October's next month. It's Halloween time, but let's put the Hell in a Cell pay per view in September. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think I held it through Hell in a Cell. I held it through Evolution. I held it through Survivor the greatest, Series. the greatest, or uh, Crown Jewel, Crown Jewel, Super Showdown, Showdown. Uh, but like the thing is, NXT Survivor. I mean, I, I mean, easily the greatest title reign we've ever had. Well, the thing is though, like. What's crazy is that you would either win by one or we would tie. We tied on, like, several shows. And title doesn't change hands on a tie. Like, I think it was only, like, one or two There was that like, we tied on. There was, like, three or four. Uh, I don't think so. Don't, don't, don't try to take this away from me. No, I'm not trying to take it away from you. You had a hell of a title reign. But we tied on, like, three or four shows. I know for a fact so I was getting pissed. I'm like, God damn it. We needed. That's when I started doing, because it wasn't until like the last or the takeover before this last one against Survivor Series. So I was like, I gotta start picking differently. Like, it's the only chance I have. Yeah, I know. I think there was only one where I like, where you just like your picks. I think we had like we legit had a bunch of different picks. Yeah, and I like, and you just like got unlucky and it just somehow went all my way it, it was, was like the one it time was I survivor just, series because it was, was all it? the yeah. raw because yeah it, it was, it was like stupid. somehow i just blew you out of the water and it was like that shouldn't have made any sense no because it was survivor series and the WWE's like oh raw's gotta win everything I, I i am thinking though 
uh, we can we can discuss this more. And I'm not obviously I think I texted you this. I'm not saying this because I lost, but should we have two separate titles like for a, like the NXT title for their shows and then the WWE title? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like maybe. Like if you win it, and then you can just hot potato it back to me, and then I'm holding on to it for a long, a while again. That is true. I kind of like I kind of like the back and forth because I think it builds the intensity. That is true. Maybe I'm just so mentally drained from being sick and defending back to back so much, and just you know, giving the people what they want. But <laughs> I got to go down to Alabama, go to th- rehab. <laughs> all their Dude, you know what's crazy is I can see it. It's coming. Naked lady's gonna win the title one of these times. She's I thought getting, she was. I thought she was better. gonna win. I thought she was gonna win a uh, uh, NXT. Dude, she was going to win the Rumble, but didn't listen to me. Yeah, that's right. She was gonna win the Rumble because she won to pick Becky for both matches, the women's and like the uh, SmackDown title match. And I was like, you can't do that. It's got to be one or the other. Like, because yeah. she's not going to be, if she's the champion, like, she didn't understand that if you're champion, you're not going to be in the match. And so I'm like, if I were you, if you want to do that, pick Oscar, then pick Becky to win the Rumble, because that's what's right. going to happen. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to pick Oscar and then Becky. And I'm like, huh, you dumbass. And then she goes, I knew I should have picked both. I'm like, no, you still would have gotten it wrong. Like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pick Becky to win the Rumble. See, dude. When Toph and I were talking about the Rumble and we came up with that Nikki Bella theory, it makes it made a shitload of sense. Yeah, what a dumb fucking theory, bud. Dude, it made a shitload of sense because who else would like face Asuka? And now it's kind of like after that promo on Raw, if they add Charlotte to that match, like there's dumb. It needs to be one-on-one. No, oh, yeah, it needs to be one on one. It'll just be stupid if it, yeah. The and only, I know people are like Charlotte, you know, deserves to be in that. I was gonna say that's the only blah, blah, reason blah, why. Spot, like, but it's I like you know it. what, dude? Like, so do a lot of people, and it's like she, Charlotte doesn't need to get every first time opportunity of like things that happen. And that's like not saying she doesn't deserve it, but it's like it's okay if she doesn't. You know what's gonna happen though? She's gonna interfere. No, if Charlotte wins the title from if Charlotte does. Russell Oscar again at WrestleMania. Charlotte's going to win because of that picture I sent you, like that Aaron sent me. Because I could totally see WrestleMania ending that way with all the four, four horsewomen holding up oh, titles, titles at the end. Yeah, that'd be sick. It would be sick. I'd be totally for that, actually. Like, yeah, so would I. That's the only way I'd be for like Charlotte beating Oscar. Yeah. Which makes sense. I would do that. The fuck yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that it would. Well, do you want to get into uh, kind of some Rumble, Raw, or SmackDown talk, or do you want to do football first? Well, since I guess we're on, uh, since we're on the wrestling, I guess we might as well stay on the wrestling. All right, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm 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 good with that. Um, but uh, or do you want to talk Super Bowl? Because it'll be quick. Um, it's up to you. It's up to you, bud. We'll let you call this decision because you know you've been the poop pit and let you have a decision. Uh, yeah. We, might, we can do foot. Let's do football first. All right, let's do football. Fuck Goodell. Dun dun dun. 
Fuck Roger Goodell. Who, uh, by the way, shout out to Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports, getting arrested this past yeah, week. Yeah, a.k.a. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Lanny something? something I could do the NFL. How Genius. dumb is the NFL? Right. How stupid are you? Like, I couldn't believe it. I could not fucking believe it. But apparently, like, all, like, the Barstool guys were, like, there in disguise. And, like, Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams, was getting asked a question from PFT. And PFT started asking him a question, and he didn't know who he was at first. And then he asked him, like, hey, remember when you promised, like, those two guys when you sat in the back of a van and you said if you made it to the Super Bowl, you'd get those guys as sweet tickets? And McVay yeah. looks at him and goes, oh, damn. He's like, nice yeah. disguise. And he's like... He's like, I do remember that. How many tickets do you need? It, yeah, like, like, yeah really? I remember he was like, he's like, oh, you guys got in here. <laughs> yeah. No, and Sean McVay's like, I'll, we'll talk after this. I'll, I'm a man of my word. I'm like, that's fucking cool. If he is, oh, yeah. Sean McVay, like, this is the hard fucking thing about the Super Bowl is that I like almost everybody on the Rams, especially, like, their head coach. I cannot yeah. fucking stand Stan Kroenke, and that's why I don't want them to win, and not to mention I'm a Patriots fan. Like, right. I'm rooting for my boys, the Patriots. Like, but like yeah. everybody on the Rams is cool. Like they're cool. They're oh cool. yeah, all the players, the coaches, everything are fucking. Even all the way to the guy that uh, is Sean McVay's uh, pullback coach. <laughs> that just his job is to legit just make sure he does. And people are like, "That's a stupid job." I'm like, actually, if you watch, it's actually kind of cool because it just shows how into the game McVay is. Yeah. And it's like you know he doesn't really have to take the time to worry about running to a referee. So this guy just fucking. Just grabs him and moves him out of the way. Like, well, what a job. And what about Julian Edelman? He, which I didn't know this, Edelman was like, McVeigh's the same age as me. We played, I played against him in college. Like, he's a stud. Yeah. Like, he's actually, he knows what he's doing. He's one, like, his mind, he's like, the way his mind works is crazy. Like, you know, that's uh, awesome. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, he kind of. Oh, uh, fuck. I, I call him the. Uh... Sorry, watching 205 Live. Kalisto's took a hell of a bump. I call him the John Cooper of the NFL. Yeah. Tampa Bay's coach because he's, he's younger and he came in with like this completely different Talk about mindset Michael of hot. Huh? Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, like just a young guy that c- kind of came in with a little bit different approach to the game. And it, it fucking works. Yeah. It totally did. Yeah. You know, thanks, Stan Kroenke gave us that ugly bitch with a mustache for fucking 10 years. No shit. Oh, just got an update. David Perron placed on IR. Oh, no. That's not good. Not good at all. Ah, boy. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, Super Bowl this weekend. Rams-Pats. I know you, uh, you got the Pats because you're just a... Uh, a playoff bandwagon Patriots fan, but whatever. Um, Bite your fucking tongue. Um, Been a fan know. of the Patriots since high school, because why would you root for a St. Louis team that obviously isn't trying? <laughs> uh, yeah, see, me personally, I was never like, I never hated football, but I was never like a huge football guy, because I think they're all just a bunch of whiners. So I, uh, I honestly don't care who wins this game. Like, part of me is like, I want the Pats to win just because, you know, Fuck Kroenke, but also I just like see Kroenke with the fucking title. But also, I don't hate if like the Rams win because like those players work their ass off and they deserve mm-hmm. it after going through so a lot of them going through years of dealing with an owner and a coach that didn't care to, you know, yeah, 
you know, what are the players? Are they going to fight and be like, no, we want to stay? You know, if I'm a player and they're like, hey, we're going to go to L.A., I'm like, you know, sunshine and uh, nice women and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Fuck yeah, you know, I'll go there. But like, there two players that were like, like two big name players that are like, I want out because, like, I disagree with the way you're handling the situation? Yeah, I think it was Long, say, like, wasn't it? Chris Long was one of them. He was like, these fans deserve better. This is bullshit, you know, like. And he's were with the things. Eagles, right? I think he was with the Eagles. I think he even went to like the Pats after, and then he went to the Eagles or and something. He won a like Super Bowl. Uh, I think so. Yes, I believe so. But yeah, him, him, and another guy. I can't think of the other guy's name, but I know Chris Long was one that was like, you know, this is just it's 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 oh, bullshit. It was, uh, it was Laurinaitis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, it's just bullshit the way these fans are treated, the way we had to deal mm-hmm. with stuff. You know, it's 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 yeah, embarrassing. Nice. I don't. I, he's right. like, I don't. He's like, I don't want to be a part of. Uh, I don't want to be a part of this. You know, it's not fair to these fans and to us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Chris yeah, Long, like, by the way, who won a Super Bowl and donated all that money to like that uh, school. Yeah, that's right. He's a good um, dude. Yeah. So, you know, I, I also don't blame the players. Like, they're young, and, you know, what are they going to do? Be like, I'm not going to play for this team. It's like, no, they, you know, they work oh, their yeah. ass to the NFL. They're going to, you know. Well, and, like Chris Long and James Laurinaitis, like they're good. They know their worth, and they know that they can go somewhere else and make yeah, something happen. Exactly. Dude, and I they were think- fed, and they've been fed up for how many years? They're so, like, right. This is bullshit. Like now, and when that news broke out, Chris Long and Laurinaitis basically like, oh, so you guys are making the team shitty on purpose. We were putting our bodies on the line basically for nothing. You've made the fans of St. Louis like pay a bunch of money for nothing. Like, yeah. And I just think that's really cool. Then they're like, yeah, I we went out. Like, cause that's right. fucking bullshit. Way to stand up to them, though, for real. Yeah, exactly. That's why cause I, I said, and to like the younger guys, I look at it as like a young guy in WWE, like almost like Roman Reigns, where it's like, hey, we're gonna put the title on you. He's not gonna be like, oh no, 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 no. I don't. You don't do. No, you yeah. go yes. You go yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. You know, mm-hmm. that's what you know. Those young kids are gonna. You know, they're not gonna fight to stay in a city. You know, or threaten to be like to not play for the team. They're yep. gonna. You know, do what they got to do. That's why it's like if the Rams win, you know, good for the players. Like, you know, Todd Gurley, who was a big part to help turn this team around when they came, when he came here. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, they, they deserve it too. You know, I'm not going to, yeah. like you said, I don't hate the players. It's like, I don't want Stan, Stan Kroenke to have a part in winning anything. So he didn't do shit. He didn't No, He purposely made the team bad, like yeah. to get them to LA. Like, right. That was all like, that's been like proven. Like, yeah, that's oh, been yeah. proven that that's what happened. And like, are, have we sued them yet? Yeah, Is- actually, there uh, there's a big lawsuit against them, and I think Oakland or the char uh, Oakland or maybe the Chargers I think are it, it might suing be all three. The, all yeah, they're uh, doing a huge lawsuit against these guys for basically just like they lying. Sp- it was just a scam. like yeah, yeah, it was Can't a fucking. Think- couldn't that come down to being fraud, like in a way? Yeah, but you know how that goes. Nobody ever goes to jail. True. Yeah, just yeah. watch the Fire Festival documentary. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. six years. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, no kidding. After doing two scams, he got out of prison, posted bail, which is crazy. Posted right. bail, and then he gets out and tries to pull off another scam while the yeah. FBI is still investigating him. Yep. What a fucking idiot. It's like no, just put that guy in jail. Yeah, what a fucking idiot! And then Ja Rule, that's that's not fraud. That's just false advertising. False advertising. No, that's Ja, 50- that's fraud. <laughs> that's why Fifty Cent's the man. Yeah, 
Um, shit. Fuck Ja Rule. But uh, here's my quick take on the Super Bowl, how I feel. And I think it's – actually, I came across an old Facebook post I made in 2013. It was after uh, – fuck, I don't know, Denver won or something like that. It was a bunch of – but there was a bunch of, uh, you know, controversy of how they won, blah, blah, blah. And I swear the last, like, six years of football, there's just – no matter who wins, there's always some stupid-ass controversy. And it's like, why don't you just put the game on the E channel? Yeah. Because, and that's the reason I don't like, because it's like, nobody can ever, and I know two weeks ago, yes, there were some bad, like, those were bad calls that cost, that one against the New Orleans Saints, that, that's a terrible call. It's a that, terrible call, but has, the Saints also did not play that great of a game. Right, yeah, exactly, and it's like, you know, I, I do get that call, Could that that's bad, but it's just like, it's the NFL, like, how many missed things happen in football, like, missed calls, bad calls, and shit, that it's, like, it's almost, like, the norm, and I'm not saying that's a good thing, but, like, I just feel like whoever wins the Super Bowl, it's gonna, you know, if the Rams win, all that's gonna be talked about is that bad call from the Saints game. Yep. yep. The Patriots win, I don't know, somebody's gonna make up that, I don't know, Mark Wahlberg helped Tom Brady get <laughs> super jacked in a movie, and, See? and, and Belichick I don't know. Here's an, there's another thing why I'm rooting for the Patriots, though. Like, especially more, like, than ever, even though, like, obviously I'm rooting for the Patriots. I've always rooted for the Patriots, like, for probably since high school. Because, like, yeah. I explained on the last episode with Corey, it's like, I've started rooting for the Patriots in high school because I'm not going to root for the Rams, who suck, and, like, they're they're hard to watch. We had fucking Mark Bulger when I was in high school. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, thank you. Like, I'm not going to watch. And then we drafted Sam Bradford. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's just like I'm not gonna root for them. I like watching Tom Brady because like their games are exciting to watch. Like, right? It was are, like me when I was younger and watching the Detroit Red Wings and why I loved them because it was like that team's just good. Yeah, they're just they're, they're a good football team to watch. Like, I'm not a yeah. big fan of football, but I like watching their games because their games are fucking entertaining. And almost in a way, they're the fucking heels of the league, and I love yeah. it. Like I like how a naked lady loves Tommaso Ciampa because he pisses off so many people. I right. love the Patriots because they made so many people mad. And I like, love a good deal. Yeah. And that's like why like I like Tom Brady because like he's so good. He will tell it to you like I'm the goat and there's nothing you can do about it. And right. like I love that. I think it's great. It's good for yeah. sports too. You need that fucking heel in sports and that's what Tom Brady is. Yep. And that's why I'm a huge Patriots fan. I'm rooting for them this week. But I'm also rooting for them on the fact of that the L.A. Rams are the NFL's baby. That's their team right now. That's Goodell's yeah. team. Like yeah. They did all this to get them there. They did all this to make sure that they become a great team. This is the Patriots versus the NFL this weekend, and that's oh, what yeah. I'm looking forward to because Goodell already hates Tom Brady. Tom Brady hates Roger Goodell. Like I'm excited for that. Like I hope the Patriots win. Just give the middle finger to everybody afterwards. Yeah, I hope I hope they win. I just hope it's like it's it's just a good fucking game that has like no controversy that we're gonna hear about for. Because I swear it's the only sport that after a championship game all you hear is like about all the controversy. I think the Patriots are gonna blow them out. Honestly, like uh, I think it's possible too. I I don't know if the Rams defense can hold up. Right, and here's the thing: like you saw the Patriots, the only Patriots defense isn't that great though either. I will say that, but they did they did a good job against. Uh, KC, I mean, for the most part. For the, I mean, it was still a high-scoring game, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. KC had Patrick Mahomes, 
and Patrick Mahomes is a stud who's going to be a fucking – He's good, yeah. He's going to be a five – could possibly be the next Tom Brady of this league. Like, yeah, he's and, good. like, they were going back and forth. The Rams have Goff. I don't think – like, I don't think, like, the Rams' offense can keep up with the Patriots' offense. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know either. Because like the, they could barely keep up with the Saints. Yeah, it's like – and Todd Gurley can't run in – 900 touchdowns a game. I think he's hurt. How does he only get four rushes in that game? And one yeah, was I don't a touchdown. Know. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I know. And everybody mad that the Pats are in the Super Bowl again? It's like, you know what you can blame that on? You can blame it on that idiot that went off sides on the interception play. Yeah. Like, the game was over then. KC was going to the championship. But you have an idiot that the most boneheaded play you could possibly make mm-hmm. is to go off sides. Like, yeah, you deserve to lose. You can blame that guy. Yeah. So it's like you know, don't be mad. The pets are in. They're you know, they're good. And I will be honest. After uh, watching Tom Brady work out to many men by Fifty Cent, I was like, I didn't think Tom Brady could get me hyped because he's kind of a nerdy little dude. He is a nerd. It's hilarious. But uh, <laughs> when he was doing like the, uh, they did like their their uh, Super Bowl rally thing mm-hmm. the other day. And he's like holding the mic like a <laughs> like he's like Joel Olstein doing like a preaching a sermon in like a church. <laughs> like he was holding it I like know, such I, yeah, I like, saw that. like such like a little like like kind of just so nerdy. And <laughs> I was just like dying. But yeah, that video and then uh the one with him and Gronk where they don't see anything and it's them listening to uh you know, P. Diddy. Yeah. I was just like, Man, these guys yeah, I mean, you know, Dude, he's good. Uh fucking um, Brady just looks like he's motivated more than ever this year. Like, yeah, he's got that swagger to him. Like, you know what, man? It was I, like halfway I, through the season when people thought, "Oh, their dynasty's done." He made like an Instagram post. He's like, "We're not fucking done." And ever yeah. since then, he's like, "I've told you, we're not done." Like, he's but he's posted an Instagram post every week. He's just like, "I told you, we're not done." Like, he is yeah. fucking motivated and pissed off right now. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think he's ever been like – I'm not saying he's being cocky. Like a little bit, yeah, he's being cocky. But I don't think he ever was like a super cocky like – No, he a, hasn't. A he's guy really like been to media cocky. and stuff, but like until now where he's like, you know what, man? I'm going to walk around with some swagger. Yeah. Because look, where I'm still here and these people are hating on me. It's like, yeah, man, he deserves to and it's cool. It's like, hey – the only way to stay alive in this business is you gotta you gotta be able to you gotta be able to change you gotta be able to adapt and change your character. You gotta be like Taker. He's the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. He's evolving. We get we're getting the uh, American badass version of Tom Brady. <laughs> Throw a, if he came out with like an American bandana I on, am I, American badass with like a bandana on, I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> He's good, man. He's good. Gronk is fucking yeah. <laughs> Gronk's the man. It's like I don't know. I, I said, I just hope it's a good game, and I hope there's just like no bullshit, goddamn controversy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I, I either hope it's a good game or the Pats just blow them out. And I do not want to yeah. see a Rams blow out. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. We're in a tough spot here in St. Louis. Yeah, we are. I know, and like people. What kind of been driving me crazy a little bit with these fans here, especially ESPN 101 in general, because even fans are starting to be like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm finally seeing, like, people, like, be like, shut the fuck up. We're going to watch the game. Like, yeah. all these people are like, oh, I'm not going to watch. Oh, I'm not going to watch. Yeah, you are. Shut up. Like, yeah. yes, you are. Like, in Randy Carricker, 
Like, he's like, I'm not going to move on. Yeah, that's fine. Like, fans, we don't have to move on. I haven't moved on from the way that Stan Kroenke treated this team. I understand that. Yeah. But, like, he's going after Bob Costas for saying, like, move on. And it's just like, who cares? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Like, right, let yeah. these people believe whatever they want to believe. Like, who fucking cares? Like, right. if they don't, if they moved on, they moved on. Who gives a shit? Like, Right. If not, then whatever. Like, what, you know, yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't hate people that want to be, like, honestly, I look what, at it this way. What makes if, you holier than mighty to, like, tell us, like, how to feel? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think, uh, what's his name? Frank Cusimano did, like, the same thing, too. He's like, I don't have to, I don't have to, and I was like, yeah, just, just shut up. Who cares? Like, they're gone. They've been gone. Yeah, yeah. we're all pissed. But, like, we all have a reason if we want to like a team or not. I look at it this way. If, like, if this happened to the Blues, if they would have got treated this way, I, I'm pretty sure I'd like I'd be a Blues fan still. Ah oh, man, I don't even want I, to think like, about it. Like I think I'd be rooting for the Blues, like no matter what, because like hockey is my number one sport, and like that's my team, and mm-hmm. like I I don't know if I'd be like I, I mean it's honestly, different. I, I think it's totally I different. I don't think I'd like get over it like i'd be super pissed but like i don't know like okay if this happened while Bacchus was still on the team and then he goes to the stanley cup yeah. how would who would you cheer for yeah i'd cheer for Bacchus. <laughs> See, i know i put you in like a hell of a spot there oh, you just won me over tarasenko but, yeah I'd, I'd cheer for tarasenko yeah I, but but no i also I, i'm saying that now but once it happens who knows i could fucking i'd probably end up going to Gary Bettman's house and I'd be in jail. You mean Jake Allen going to the Toronto Maple Leafs probably and he's going to win a Stanley Cup? I root for Allen. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I'm just letting people, if, they, if they're not, if they're cheering for the Rams and sets their diehard, cheer for them. If you're pissed off, whatever. I don't exactly. care. Exactly. But I'm don't gonna... like, don't go at other people just because they're still like fans of the Rams. Like, it's their fucking choice. Oh. Like, which I meant to tell you, uh, or did I tell you this? I can't remember if this was last week or two weeks ago. JCD uh, giving us some good fucking props on 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 uh, unpopular. Did I tell you about no. that? What's that? He was like going off on all the people on Twitter, going off on like fans on Twitter, and how like if you have a difference of opinion, you call it like people like stupid motherfuckers and all this, and they get so. And it's true with wrestling fans. Like if you have a difference of opinion, you're like shut. People are just like you're a fucking idiot or blah 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 or like. Like, you can't have a oh, yeah, difference yeah. of opinion for somebody on Twitter. You just get eaten alive. And JCD was like, props to Jim and Todd because you can tell them their difference of opinion. They, will, uh, they won't agree with your opinion, but they're not going to fucking bash you for it. They're going to hear you out, and they're going to be like, I disagree, but I understand where you're coming from. And, that, and JCD was like, and that's how you be a good fucking person. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. That's some good yeah. fucking props. I mean, the only time we ever get, like, is when they're the other people are, like, start getting, like, you know, they throw the first chirp, and then it's like, exactly. all right, well, here we go. Like, exactly. like that kid with the hockey was like, I'm pretty sure I know more hockey than you. And it was like, all right, kid, yeah. gloves are off. We're dropping them. Gloves <laughs> like, are off, you know, motherfucker. You know, like, we'll hear you out. I mean, there's some opinions where we're just like, uh, no, you're just wrong. But, yeah, for the most part, especially in wrestling, it's like, we'll hear you out. It's like I said about JCD. It's like, you know, uh, I probably think his opinion on Ronda winning is dumb, but like I know he can prove he probably has some points that it's like, yeah, you know, it's there's so much, there's so many different ways things could go in wrestling that it's like, you know, you can at least hear out people's opinions if they want to, if they can put together a good constructive thought and yeah. 
try to back up their point instead of just being like, no, dude, this is how it's fucking going, you idiot. It's like, well, you didn't prove anything, though. You're just, like, proving that you I'm don't know asshole. what to say. <laughs> yeah, you're just an ass. So oh. Get out of here. Real quick, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Who do you got? If you had to pick one. I'm going to go Pats. I'm going to go Pats as well. I'm going to go Pats uh, 35-17. to 17. Ooh. All right. Yeah. You got a score? Uh... I was trying to think of the score from uh, Waterboy, but I couldn't <laughs> think of what she says. I don't know. I just hope it ends in like a three or a zero, uh, only because I'm gonna, that's my squares number. <laughs> so um, squares number. So, yeah. So I'm going 30 pats, uh, three rams. <laughs> then I win a bunch of money. <laughs> Dude, honestly, that's possible. I mean, the one year that I, I think Denver won the Super Bowl against like I forget who they beat. It was like a fucking blowout. Wait, wait say that again. The, I, I want to be surprised that happens because I think a couple years ago in the Super Bowl, it was like Denver beat somebody. Like, oh yeah, it was. Or Denver was, got whooped like thirty-seven to like ten or no, six. It was Denver. It was Denver against uh, Carolina. It was against Cam Newton, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what it was. And they just destroyed them. Yeah, it was just like the most boring football Super Bowl ever because it was just like a fucking blowout. Oh, I'll never forget that football game. Yeah. My uh, my wonderful ex made me like leave my mom's house where I'm watching the Super Bowl. She's like, you don't even care about football. Why do you care about the Super Bowl? I'm like, it's the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, let me yeah. just watch. Yeah. And like big, big fight because I because I watched the Super Bowl instead of going home on a, on a Sunday to like do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> How enjoyable. Manipulative. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Super, Super Bowl Sunday should be interesting. Super Bowl Sunday should be interesting. All about that halftime show, though. Uh, halftime heat on the WWE Network is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Dude, they I'll got a cease and desist. Did you know that? Did they? Yeah, because so uh, WWE, if you, if you remember from the Royal Rumble and Monday Night Raw, WWE was airing commercials for a halftime heat that said, who wants to watch this? And they showed a picture of Maroon 5, and it said Maroon yeah. 5 question mark. All the commercials now don't have Maroon 5 on it and just have a question mark. Uh, they got a cease and desist from the fucking NFL and Maroon 5 to not show that on there. That's hilarious. It is you fucking what, hilarious. What's funny is that, like, I, I honestly, like, I don't hate Maroon 5. I think they're, you know, I think they're a, a good band. Um but like, honestly, and this might just be me being me as an idiot, I would have put together like every Southern, like I would have put together like Little John and all like those rappers and just had a big old party for the halftime show in Atlanta. Dude, yeah, it'd be awesome. In- instead of like Maroon 5. Instead of Maroon 5. <laughs> Although I did see they are petitioning for Maroon Five to play the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Super Bowl theme. He's not. They're not going to do it. I know they should do that one year though. Like play that on the big screen or something. I don't know. It'd be awesome. It'd be funny, especially be with how hilarious. popular Sponge, SpongeBob's at the in his prime right now, which is crazy to say after twenty years of being on air. He's more popular than ever. I agree. I agree. In the Super Bowl, not goddamn. Adam, Adam Levine. Levine. Adam. I'm gonna. Levine. I'm even gonna. I'm gonna disrespect him. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. I mean, Christ. If you don't play, if you don't play all the songs from 
songs about Jane. Yeah, if they want a banger of a fucking halftime show, just play songs about Jane, and that's it. And yeah. maybe uh, I can't stay because that's a really good song by them. Not gonna lie, I really like that song because <laughs> it sounds like a song. It sounds like a song that could have been on songs about Jane. <laughs> what song is it? I can't stay. Oh yeah, it's actually a really good song. <laughs> it's a really it's a, fucking good it's song. A really good song. <laughs> And it, yeah, sugar's pretty good too. Whatever, but anyway, <laughs> it's, I know what you're saying, dude. Because I remember the songs came out. I was like, "Oh man, this isn't songs about Jane." And then I'm in the car, just like sugar. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, God damn it, Adam Levine. <laughs> it's it's like in Tommy Boy where they're going through the stations and they're like. You, you like song? <laughs> it totally song? is. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it if you are. Don't you remember you told me? Oh my god, classic! Dude, it totally is. It totally classic. is because it's like, god damn it, I kind of like Maroon Five, but it's like songs about Jane was just so good, and you guys just fucking sold out. <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. I'm yeah, hurting, I mean, babe. I haven't had a good laugh in a while. Yeah. My god. Oh, fucking like day. Just kept naming off music. It's like, I can't see. It's actually really good. I hope they play that song. <laughs> what song? I can't stay. So, oh, yeah. It's a good song. Twist. I guess I'll be watching the Maroon 5 halftime show because I, I guess I like them. <laughs> nah. You can just watch it on YouTube after. <laughs> so true. But uh, halftime heat. What a match. Dude. Apparently that was supposed to show. So this is how we're going to segue into uh, wrestling talk. Um, So apparently... That was supposed to be set up at the end of TakeOver this past week, but they ran out of time. Yeah, did you see the clip after of them? Yeah, with them all coming out, arguing. Yeah. That was supposed to be on TakeOver, but they yeah. ran out of time because, like, I, one match I think went over, and I think it was the women's match they were saying I think went over time. How do they run out of time? Don't they pretty much have free range? I th- want to say yes. There's probably some weird stipulation. I think to it's a it. stipulation that has to do with the arena. Ah, okay. But I'm not. I'm not too sure on that. That makes sense. But I don't know. I have no idea because I. You would think that they would just put it on the network. I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, that was supposed to be on Takeover. Okay. Or I've also heard that they made the call to just end it like that and just let Gargano and Champa on top at the end. Hmm. So who knows? Who knows? But uh, I will say this takeover um, was probably my least favorite takeover of like the last like eight takeovers that they've done. Yeah, same. It was pretty weak compared to that. I mean, it was still good. It was a good show, but it was, it was nothing yeah. compared to the other takeovers. Right. And, and I agree with you on 110%. And that's not us being like, uh, man, that sucked. But like, okay, so they didn't have a phenomenal takeover when they've had fucking 10 phenomenal takeovers mm-hmm. in a row. Like I'm o- I'm okay with that. Well, and it's just like the women's match and the main event, you knew, I just think you knew like there's no way Baszler and champ and champ are losing like, right. And I think that's kind of like what it was. And I think people were more expecting it. I think the main event honestly should have been the triple threat that we never got or a fatal four way with dream in it. Yeah, and uh, you know that's why I tweeted, and people were like, you know, I tweeted that uh, that gif of uh, the dream, saying, "Imagine how good the show would have been mm-hmm. if Dream was 
if Dream was on. Well, he if, was on, but he didn't wrestle. But. If NXT, if they book this correctly, if I'm booking it, the next takeover main event is going to be a six way a six man elimination match for the NXT title, like with all six of those wrestlers that you saw at the end. Yeah, that's how. That can you imagine how crazy that match would be? That would be. Can you imagine them in like an elimination chamber? That'd be sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like that idea. I think they. Should, I think that's the way it should go. But I think we're totally going towards Champa Gargano one more time. Yeah, I think it. Gargano's probably going to go over. Yeah, Ciampa gets the call up. Yeah, that's. What I'm, yeah. I'm afraid too, man. Yeah, scared. I'm scared of anybody getting called up at this point. Uh, dude, so am I. And I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago. It's like I talked about it with Tove too. Tove's like, who do you want to see get called up and like where to? And I was like, I just talked about this with Jim. I'm like, I just want to see everybody go to SmackDown. Like, I'm scared if they go to Raw. Yeah, it's like I don't know nowhere. Stay there. Yeah, stay here as long as you can. If they're booked like Mustafa Ali on SmackDown, then I'm totally okay with it because he's getting booked really Man. well right now. And Andrade's finally getting booked really well too. Yeah, he is. Thank you, Ray. Yeah, I mean, except when you know you have Nia Jax come in and eliminate him from the Rumble and make him look weak. But whatever, we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I mean. What a perfect time to end the. Well, maybe I wouldn't say end completely because who knows later down the road on the main roster. But if you're going to end the NXT story of Ciampa and Gargano, what a better weekend to do it than mm-hmm. Mania weekend. I mean, it all makes sense. They have to do it. If they want to do it correctly, they have to do loser leaves NXT for good. Like, no coming back or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um. With that being said, uh, the Gargano ricochet match was absolutely amazing oh so good the tag team match was really good too but the gargano ricochet match was just holy shit yeah ricochet is just fucking good man dude gargano is just it's gargano's yeah i mean i you heard alistair black i mean alistair black was like if there's one person in the whole roster of WWE that I think is probably the greatest wrestler right now, it's Johnny Gargano. I totally agree. Yeah, he's he's so good. And what's, to me right now, I'm not sure whether, like, I legit think he's a heel or, like, a, a face kind of right now. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, is he fucking with Champa? Is he yeah, purposely doing this to get, like, kind of like how Brian did with uh, the Wyatt family? Yeah, it's like he's, he's riding that line, or, and or I like he- it. Yeah, or Orton too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gargano's like it's like he's riding that line because he's still playing to the crowd. Yeah, and like it's it's just making you think, and it's fucking, mm-hmm. and he's good at it too. Like the way like his facial expressions, like he's not, he's trying not to be. Like you said, he's playing to the crowd, but like sometimes his facials are like you know maybe he doesn't give a shit about this mm-hmm. crowd. He's kind of trying to be a heel, and then it's like no, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't so, know where it's going, which is making for fucking a great story. So it was fun. I always like when Gargano has takeover matches because I always get to guess what his outfit is and what comic book character is based off of. So, like, the last six takeovers he's done since the first uh, – no, it was since he wrestled Andrade. He's been doing comic book theme, like, a, like attire. Yeah. And this past weekend – I'm looking at him like, what is that? What is that? And I'm like thinking there, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, it's X-Men, Jean Grey, Phoenix. And like, duh, they're in Phoenix. And David's <laughs> sitting next to me, he's like, no, it's not. It's not Jean Grey. 
get out of here, get out of here. Like, no, that's definitely Jean Grey. That's the same font as X-Men's on his trunks. The takeover font is the X-Men font that they use, like, on the comics. Oh, and yeah. And it's like, who else would it be? And he's like, I don't know. That's just not Jean Grey. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> all right, David. Later on that night, I'm looking at Champa's trunks. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Wolverine. Like, that's the uh, that's the color scheme of <laughs> the comic book Wolverine. And he's like, he's like sitting there. He's like, uh, maybe. I don't know. And then, like, two hours later, he's at home, I guess, and he sends me a text. And I look at the text. He goes, well, it just said, well, dot, dot, dot. And it was a picture. Somebody made it on, like, Twitter of Jean Grey, comic book Jean Grey next to Wolverine side by side with Gargano and Champa. And it's like, I guess you were right. Cause it's the identical like suit of Jean Grey. <laughs> so it was, it was Jean Grey's outfit or like Jean Grey's like color scheme and like logo and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. A lot of these wrestlers are kind of like they're the dark Phoenix. Their, dark Phoenix is their name. Doing uh, their outfits off like, you know, comic book and mm-hmm. anime and stuff like that. It's, uh, Selena Vega doing street fighter. Yeah, that was tight. God, I love her. I'd marry her. Um, so uh, let's go into the Rumble now. Uh, that stadium, the stage was fucking sweet. Like, yeah. That was fucking cool. Yeah, I loved the setup, dude. Like, I texted you. I was like, it's it's old school, man. Like, yep. the, the crowd's right there, The old like the walkway, the... Mm-hmm. Everything. It was just like it, maybe that old school vibe, man. Yeah, because sometimes I just think like that big stage, just like it, it overtakes everything. Agreed. Agreed. Even though I you do know, think WrestleMania stages lately have been really cool. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I miss and, the smaller setups. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Mania, you got it. I think the big stage at Mania, it, it, it does help. You know, it is. It's Mania. Yeah. But like, you know, Rumbles are like Survivor. All these other pay per views. It's like I, I really wish they'd kind of back off like the huge stage and kind of mm-hmm. just do what they did at rumble it's like that like but i've seen them walk out of the dugout and then like you have the 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 full crowd behind them the full crowd to the side of them it just seemed like it just seemed like more authentic and like real and almost like i guess nxt ish to me a little bit where it's like you know the, the crowd plays a part in all of it and uh i don't know it was just it was awesome. I was kind of worried how it was going to look, but I thought it was cool. And, you know, uh, the attendance was uh, a sellout. There was only one one tarped-off area, which yep. uh, I believe was for um, – I forgot what the reasoning behind it was. Oh, uh, it was because of, they, uh, they don't make those seats available? Is that what you're going for? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. For, uh, <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started. But yeah, that was dude, just I, the most palm and face conversation I've ever had. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a fucking sold out crowd, man. That crowd was like even uh, the crowd just looked. Maybe they had more seats down low, but it just looked like dude. And, full. Like, but the thing is, like shows, sporting events, wrestling events, concerts, everything always gives away a shitload of tickets. That's nothing new. No. Like, Everybody, they always give away tickets. All In even gave away, like, 200 tickets. Like, Yeah, you have to. Yeah, like, you, yeah, it's fuck. But uh, gave those tickets away. Even if they gave away 1,000 to 5,000 seats, they still sold over 43,000 seats. Their targeted goal was to sell 40. That was yeah. their goal, was to sell 40. Because it was in, like, one of their 
press conferences. It was on one of their conference calls. Like, we want to sell 40 tickets. If we don't sell 40, it's not a success for, to us then. Right. And they sold 43,000 uh, that we know yeah. of. And if they gave away 5,000, which I don't think they did, I think they gave away probably 1,000. So they sold 47,000 tickets. Like, that's insane. Right. For a Royal Rumble. That's not even a WrestleMania. Like, yeah. In a baseball stadium. And if you sell tickets, and if tickets are available on StubHub, guess what? Those tickets are sold. Like, yeah, those dude, tickets like, have already been bought. People do that all the time. Like, they buy tickets and they try to sell them on StubHub, and if they don't, then they just end up going to the show where they're like, hand yeah. them off to somebody. They take the loss, but like, they're still bought. Like, that's legitimately like saying, like, all oh, in the had blue- a shitload. That's how I got my tickets. Yeah, it's literally like being, because there's always, uh, Every Blues game, there's a shit ton of tickets on. It's like, oh, the, uh, the Blues aren't selling out. It's like, no, they are. Yeah. That like, I know plenty of people sold. that are like, ah, yeah. I might not be able to go to this game or I don't really feel like going. I'll put them on StubHub. If they go, they go. If not, I'll just go to the game. Like, that's what I don't understand. It's like, people say, oh, the business for WWE isn't good right now because they're not selling tickets. Motherfucker, yes, they are. Like, their fucking stock is at $82. That means they're worth $8 billion, you dumbass. Like, yeah, how what do you, you saying what do you, their business isn't good? Do you think they're just handing out, like, 15,000 tickets every Monday night? It's just crazy. How do you, how can you, how can someone sit there and say the business isn't good when their stock is literally worth 80, $82, which is $8.2 billion? That's yeah. how that works. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. People are just dumb. They are. They are. They try to be smart marks, and they're just dumb asses. Yeah, jackasses. Beans. Um. Um. So the match. Does any match like stick out to you? Instead of just going down like match by match, so we'll be here forever. Does any match like stick out to you? Um. I uh, I really think like the Ronda Sasha match did for me. That was a good match. Um. Yeah, and I, I was I remember I texted you that I was like I was nervous about it. Uh and that wasn't a knock. I didn't really explain myself. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like and I told you I was like I'm nervous about Rhonda and it wasn't because she wouldn't be able to perform, but even in like men's matches we've seen where like it's really hyped up and they try to be really physical and go hard and you see that there's botches and shit doesn't go right cuz they're almost trying to it's like they're almost they're almost going too hard. And I was a little worried that's what this was going to be because it was built up, you know, uh, they only had like two weeks to build it up and it was built up to be pretty intense. And I know Ronda's really good uh, and Sasha's good, but, you know, Ronda still has a good amount to learn. And when you try to go that hard and might not have that much mm-hmm. in-ring knowledge, things could, you know, go wrong, a couple botches. But, um, so I was a little skeptical, a little worried, but it fucking they both did phenomenal yeah uh it was i i want to say it was probably ronda's best match maybe if not one of her better best ones that she's had yeah it was good i mean it was one of her best ones for sure i still it doesn't what was the match uh her match with charlotte i think is probably still her best in my opinion yes yeah that's true. That's why I was kind of like, it's definitely one of her, her best matches. But Even uh, her matches with Nia were good. Like, she made Nia look good. She carried Nia <laughs> yeah, she in did. both of those matches. Yes, she did carry Nia. And that's crazy. How can somebody do. who's brand new, who hasn't even been wrestling for a full year, carry somebody like that? That's just crazy. Yeah, so I thought that match was... Uh, 
I thought that match was one of the one of the best ones on the show. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, people were pissed about the Brian the Brian uh, Styles match, but it's like it had to be booked that way. It had to. Yeah. It had to be the cool down match. It had to be slow. It like it it just it had to be. Like there's no you can't just go you can't have an hour long Royal Rumble match and expect the next match to be like <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean anybody that gets put in that spot, it's like and I honestly I don't think the match was that bad. It wasn't. It really yeah. wasn't. But people were like, expecting it to be like match of the year type and it's like no, it's not gonna be. Like they're it's not it wasn't gonna top their last match. I could yeah. tell you, like, their last it, two matches. It didn't need to. Like, yeah. I thought it was a good... The only thing that made me mad was that I was... And, like, now I guess it's going to start to make sense, which I knew there was a reason behind it, but, like, Rowan just kind of walks out. You're just, like... Everybody... I think that's... I feel like that's what people are actually really mad about, and they're not saying it. It's, like, mm-hmm. that that happened, and it was just kind of, like, what? What the fuck? Because I thought the match was, like, going really good, and, like, I thought AJ was maybe going to win, and that happened, and I was, like, what? why is... What's he? Well, why? Is, what's he doing out here? Like, what? The, what the fuck is this? Because like, even the crowd was just like staring at Rowan, and like yeah. it went away from the match. And it's I was like, make me wonder if uh, did Harper, uh, did Harper uh, ask for a release? Because Harper's fine. Harper's not injured. I missed what you said there. You kind of cut out. Before I was. I was wondering. If uh, Luke Harper asked for a release, I I don't know, man. Because even every uh, oh fuck off, poor network connection. What the fuck are you talking about? Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, okay, went away. Uh, every like Monday, Tuesday, and stuff, he always tweets. He's like, I forget what he says, but it's always like uh, something exciting going on tonight. Yeah, it's and Tuesday. Like, you know what that means. Yeah, yeah, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if he – because it, right now it doesn't – like something's got to be going on with Harper. He's either got to be injured because if they were going to do this with Rowan, like Harper should have been getting a singles push. Yeah. Or something because we've talked about it before. Like when they got hurt, I was like, good. Now just let Harper be a singles guy because I loved him when he was um, doing singles, when he became IC champ. I thought he was pretty good. And then – I think he got hurt or something happened, then blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of confusing. It's like you bring Rowan back, but there's no Harper doing anything. Yeah, I don't know. It, it That just made no sense because it was like, oh, I guess Bludgeon Brothers are done. I don't know. Oh, you know what it is? It's because Rowan's recyclable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do you feel? I love that new title, by the way. I love it. Uh, I, love I it. like it. I like it, too. It looks, <laughs> it looks sweet. I would. That's like... It looks cool enough to where I would actually hang on my wall in the living room. Like, it fits yeah, my it's house. Like, like, it's, a, it's a nice little decoration piece. Yeah, yeah, totally is. Did you see the tweet? It's from a few, up, like, a couple of seasons ago of, like, Total Bellas or something. And Daniel Bryan's chopping wood. Yeah. And somebody yeah. tweets, like, it took us three years to realize what Daniel Bryan was making. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it looks cool. Yeah, and then there was a tweet that was, like, his... Daniel Bryan's shirt was it said no violence, no uh Phobia, no No phobia, no sexism, only no love, peace yeah. and like something else and the caption was like, and he's supposed to be the bad guy? Question mark. Like Yeah, I know. It's like what? It's hilarious. I love how like they're totally making like styles like the good guy, but 
in the same time, Styles is kind of a prick, and he thinks the Earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, it's about his biggest downfall is that the Earth is flat. Um, <laughs> well, and he's a uh, he's a uh, some something supporter, but we won't get into politics. But uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so back to that. Well, the title, yeah, the title's awesome. Uh, but yeah, the match I didn't think was like I thought it was a good match up until like Rowan came out. Then I was just like, what in the fuck's going on? Yeah. Because Rowan looks like forty pounds heavier. Yeah, he does, and he got all his tattoos also. Yeah, he looks fucking like massive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, looks like the old guy you're stuck behind at like the grocery store or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Tuesday we kind of. I mean, obviously there's a reason behind it, but I just thought it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. Um, but other than that, the Lesnar match was good. He was selling Finn like. Yeah. Um, that was a good match, and dude, that crowd was going psycho dude, when I he hit that coup psycho. de gras. Oh, he hit that so good. Yeah, that crowd when that two count, that was the loudest that the crowd got, other than yeah. probably when Becky won the uh, the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, that match was really good. I think I told you my only thing I didn't like was the ending because I was just like, uh. I mean, I get it's Brock, and it's like he can switch it in a matter of a second. He kind of did after the pin, and then all of a sudden put him in the the uh, Kimura lock or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I don't know. I think I would have went on like maybe two more minutes of Brock. Like, you know, they get up. I think Brock, you know, that's what that was my throw some suplexes complaint. around, knocks him around a bit, and then put him in like the Kimura lock. Yeah, I, I thought would've... it should have built like that. Maybe not really, just like it was quick. Yeah, I was like, uh, and I get it. Like I said, it's Brock. He can do mm-hmm. that. He's big and strong. But like, I, I think it would have helped Finn a little bit more. Oh yeah, uh, it would have helped the story a lot more if it just like if just just two more minutes, two more minutes of that match, and then and, you know Brock takes over, you know, suplex, suplex, or mm-hmm. whatever, and then get him in the Finn goes for a move, and Lesnar catches him, and then puts him in the lock. Yeah, not a two count, and then. Phew, you know, it's like, that was my only nitpick. If yeah, I'm going to act same. like Christian and be a dick, um, but, uh, the match was incredible. It was, it was a really good match. And that's just, that's Brock, man. Brock can put on good matches when he wants to. And I think he's just, I don't think he likes to work with bigger guys. Like, I don't think he likes to work with Strowman. And like, if you watch the 24 that was on afterwards, Brock was like sticking up for Roman after WrestleMania and he's like Roman should have won over or like Brock was saying Roman should have won over and the match shouldn't have gone on last. And that's why yeah. Brock got pissed. And they actually show the footage of Brock throwing the title at McMahon like yeah. from the 24. And McMahon asshole. Yeah. Well, I like I said it's like I know I rip on Brock but I think he also has a pulse on what's good and what's not and like mm-hmm. I don't blame him. like I don't think he doesn't like Roman. But I think he's like, dude, Vince, nobody's like, why are we wasting time me just beating the shit out of this guy? Right. And it's been going and on no, for so and, long. I think he wants nobody, to do and like, And he's not getting over. Like, yeah. you're book, like you're booking him terribly to get over that it's like, this isn't worth me, you know? It'd be mm-hmm. different if the crowd was like behind Roman. He probably would have been like, okay, yeah, I can work with this. It, I can do this. It makes me this, like but, Brock a little more. Yeah. And the same thing with Strowman. It's like, and I think Strowman's done a little bit better job of getting over with the crowd than Roman, even though they keep fucking flip flopping Braun back and forth like he's the big show, but uh, they they ruined him. They completely ruined him. Yeah. He's not believable as a champion anymore at all, in my opinion. No, and I think Brock like 
I think honestly, I think Brock would have rather dropped it to Strowman. Uh, and that I forget what pay per view it was, but it was like a five minute match. Mm-hmm. And I think Crown Brock Jewel? like yeah, was it Crown Jewel? I think yeah. Brock was probably like yeah, when how Roman had to give up the title. Uh, yeah, like how are you gonna have me wrestle like Daniel Bryan's and? AJ Styles and go on for 20 minutes, but like this big guy that could be believable that we could go at it. Like I beat him in a five. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's like, it makes me like Brock a little bit more. I don't, like I said, like I don't hate Brock. I get it's the booking of it, but it's like, it's, I mean, maybe he just thought the same thing we did. He's just like, he's just as frustrated about the way he's been booked too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, so Um, is what it is. We're obviously not going to see Finn and, Lesnar at Mania. No, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with what we got. I was gonna. So that's my next question. You happy with the two Rumble winners? I'm obviously happy with Becky and Seth. Yeah, I'm really happy. I, the matches uh, were. Good. I liked them. They were good. Um, I think for some reason I feel like last year's might have been. I, I don't know because I maybe it's like. <laughs> maybe it's one of those like bittersweet things where it's like we kind of got what we wanted but it was almost like ah we almost like knew too much but we also didn't know yeah i think you the know, women's match this year was awesome like yeah i thought it was yeah i thought the women's I, match this year was better than last year's i thought the men's match last year was better than this year's because i think ex- the men's match this year was really predictable because i think yes. we kind of saw Rollins and Strowman. I think we knew it was coming down the Rollins and Strowman, especially when they added Strowman to the match. It's like, okay, it's going to be yeah. those two. Um, I really like the women's because it's like, how is Becky getting added? Like that, that's what, like right when Asuka lost, I made that tweet, go bet on it. Becky's winning the women's Royal rumble now. Yeah, definitely. Um, you want to talk about Becky for a second or you want to talk about the men still? Sure. We can talk about Becky. Uh, did you hear what, Justin Labar of WrestleZone tweeted out that got everybody freaking out. Probably about an f- injury or something. No, I actually would have totally have been okay with this. Honestly, I, people would have gotten pissed the fuck off. I would have been 100% okay with this and actually would have popped. Okay. So, you know, Naya was the last person in the men's Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, how can I forget? Originally, since we are possibly still going towards a triple threat match at WrestleMania, Charlotte wins the women's Royal Rumble, and Becky would have won the men's Royal Rumble. No. Because she's the man. Yeah, I wouldn't have hated it. No, I wouldn't have hated it at all. Uh, My only thing would have been like, all right, well, then you just kind of killed, like, Seth Rollins and them a little bit, but that's, that's the thing. Yeah, I think that's that was the that was the thing. I was like, I'm okay with it, but does that kill the credibility of everybody in that match? I think it does too. Well, and that's why I was mad about the Nia thing. I thought her getting her ass kicked by those guys was awesome, but also I was like, she just threw out like Mustafa Ali, and she might have even eliminated the ass mouth. Wow, uh, <laughs> elimin- Hey, did you hear Renee Young got ass mouth on the World yeah. Rumble? <laughs> That was awesome. Uh, that was awesome. She might have even eliminated Andrade. No, uh, Andrade got no, eliminated by uh, Andrade got eliminated by Ray, I think. Okay, well, she eliminated like Mustafa and maybe somebody else, but I was like, I, I was Mustafa really upset. was the only one that she eliminated. Is she? I was kind of upset by that because I, I was like, yeah, he's getting this push and then gets like thrown out by her. Like, it just like I know it 
doesn't make him like he's not weak, but like I thought it just kind of did. I'm like, that just kind of made like have her throw out. I don't know, like Dude, don't that something. Crowd reaction though when she was taking those moves, I was fucking yeah, sick. I Orton, was like, RKO in her was like, what he just looked oh. at, I was like, all right. Oh, that was so good. I was like, all right, fuck yeah. And I get it now. It's kind of like maybe we will see some intergender, you know, in those tag matches. Why not have, you know, mm-hmm. why can't they do? The why women can't push for it. Yeah, you know, why can't they? They can, you know, we everybody knows it's a work. Nobody's like legit out there trying to like, you know, not trying to get like too dark, but like, you know, beat women up. If anybody thinks that, uh, go watch, Can- go search Candice LeRae on YouTube yeah. and go watch her indie matches where she was a tag team with Joey Ryan. The world's cutest tag team is what they call themselves. And... <laughs> Like, they put on some fucking great matches, not to mention the match that they had against the Young Bucks where she takes the fucking spikes to the fucking forehead and is just gushing out blood for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, these guys, they they, they were, like, obviously, like, you know, if, I don't think, you know, um, the men are going to, like, if they do, like, a a, a, a power bomb, let's say, to a girl, they're not going to, like, try to hurt her yeah exactly I'm not, saying, I'm not saying women are weak or blah, blah blah but like okay let's be real like you know the men are pretty fucking strong look at them they're jacked to shit the women are more like tone and quick and physical but you know the so, women are gonna be like don't hold back too yeah like yeah fucking do you think fucking uh may young said hey bubba hold back when you throw me through the table <laughs> shit oh she did it and she took that ball. how about becky calling out Dwayne? yeah i would i'd watch it I'd fucking I watch it, and you know Rocky put her over. Oh yeah, definitely. Like people are. People, I'm sorry, JCD. I love you, buddy, but you're crazy to think that Rock wouldn't put over Becky Lynch because that would <laughs> hurt his image so fucking bad if he didn't. Yeah, it would. That'd be bad. I'd I'd love to see it. So would I. I would love it. I would love it. And like, can you imagine the promos between the two? Like oh, Rock would like people would get behind the Rock. But she would fucking like tear him apart, like oh easily. Like I don't think there's a better trash talker right now than her. Like, did you see what she tweeted out the other day <laughs> about her birthday and uh, Ronnie? No, the Ronnie tweet is what I'm talking about. Is when so okay. Since so I think we pretty much covered the Rumble, let's move on to Raw. Wait, wait. Can I say one more thing about what I thought about Becky though? Yes. How I think it should have went down with her. I don't think she should have went. I don't think she should have tapped to Asuka. I don't. She should have like passed out or something. She should have passed out. And I think her way of getting into the match, I think it should have been her. They they cut to backstage, and it's her at Gorilla, just going off on like Vince and people backstage, mm-hmm. like pissed off, like, no, give me my. I didn't even. I didn't lose that match. I passed out. I want my chance. I deserve. I'm the man. And like mm-hmm. going off on Vince, like just just going off or her and like then, grabbing vince's like collar yes and then vince is being like all right damn it get out there and, you know that's what i i think i think that would have been better than her like coming out and like kind of sitting there with like fit finley and then you know finley nothing against finley either you know just like being like all right go ahead and get in the match either way it worked but i think i rather would have booked it that way like she doesn't lose to oscar she passes out mm-hmm. and then she's backstage just ripping into like mm-hmm. vince being that's like I'm the man. They want me out there. I'm, I I want this fun. You know, I that's how, how I, that's how I would have like, done it. Finley was like, yeah, I got the authority. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's like people are probably like, who the f- people that don't know who fit Finley is. I'm sure there's people there. We're probably like, who the, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you know, Finley was I'm obviously like, there. His son was underneath the ring. Yeah. Duh. 
that was great, by the way. I'm like, where's Hornswoggle? Where's Hornswoggle? Oh, and they're yeah. like, oh, there he is. <laughs> I, I love that. But uh, yeah, that's my one gripe um, of what I would have done different with Becky, I think. Yeah. I think that would have been – I think there would have been a better reaction of her oh. like being the man and going against authority and being mm-hmm. like, fuck you, Vince. Fuck you, Triple H. Fuck you, Stephanie. I'm going out there. Yep. Uh, real quick, low key. One of my favorite parts of the Royal Rumble pay per view was Titus coming out. <laughs> I was like, he needs a redemption. I'm like, where's Titus? And then his music hit. I'm like, yes, here we go. <laughs> and I love when he made it to the ring. The crowd like just popped for him. I was like, that's yeah. fucking great. He stopped and like looked at the crowd and they popped. It was he like, celebrated. And then, he, yeah. and then Kurt Hawkins comes out under the ring. <laughs> Dude, I'm loving that they paired the Major Brothers back up. Honestly, I love yeah, it. Man. I like it. I like it so, a lot. So yeah, that was just my one thing I wanted to get out about what I would have done with Becky. But and real quick, did you get? Did you understand my tweet about Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder when I, the Major Brothers came back together like two weeks ago? You tweeted something. I I remember that. I, I so I, think I didn't understand it, but I didn't. Let's say give you the story you. real quick. Uh, when they were in FCW, Cody was. It was like a class. Like they nobody was called up yet. Cody Rhodes tells a story on talk is Jericho with and writers on the show with him and writers like laughing his ass off as Cody's telling the story. And Cody's like, Simon Dean was like their head trainer at the time in FCW, FCW and OVW merged together. So they didn't really know who these people were. And like from OVW was like the major brothers. They got called up like to ECW, like the night before, like the merger happened between the two like companies. And so when they got called up to ECW the next day at class, Simon Dean had like, he made everybody like sit like on the bleachers and Simon Dean's like in the ring. And he's like, he's like, Cody's like, I shit you not. He's like, all of a sudden Simon, he goes, Oh yeah, we have two other people joining us today. They made their debuts last night on ECW. They don't know your names, but you sure as hell know who the fuck they are. The major brothers. And they said they walked down they blasted open the doors and walked down like scott hall and kevin nash like the nwo and like was just acting like they're better than everybody else because they had one match on tv and he's like who the fuck are these guys and like they get in the ring a big group hug with simon dean like jumping around and they sit on the edge of the ring like they're like the authority like looking at like the crowd like looking at the wrestlers like what's up like well simon dean's like talking to them giving them like a lecture <laughs> And, and oh, like Zack Ryder's like that. No, that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. Like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, man. that was like a little throw into there. That you need to listen to that podcast. That episode's hilarious. I'll just check it out. But uh, all right. So we go to Raw. Ronda botches that promo horribly. Not her fault because obviously the crowd's gonna be like you said. You're feeding her to the wolves. <laughs> like yeah, you totally are. Like. The crowd's going to be 100% behind Becky. She's flubbing, and it got to the point where she's just like, I'm done. You know she didn't finish her promo. No, yeah, she was just like – and I – like I said, I don't – like I tweeted. I was like, why set her up with that like, you know, the, everybody has dreams and blah, 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 like sensitive promo. It's like we know what's coming next. Like you should have her go out there with just like a little bit of edge and, you know, like – or like I said, they should have at least wondered, like, hey, all right, if, if this crowd starts trying to take over, just get loud, get mean. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, start talking about how, you know, 
you know, you're running this division and, uh, that's, that's what they should have done. It's been like, all right, if things start going bad, they knew there was an open challenge that night. All right. You know what? Cut the dream crap. Just get into like, you know, I did what I did to, uh, Sasha Banks, blah, blah, blah. I'm taking everybody down in this division. You know, I'm the best. Mm -hmm. So whoever wants some, come get some. And And then that's it. And you can tell like she's trying to get through her promo too. Like, yeah, and it's like you can't blame her, man. Like no. you said, they just fed they fed her that promo. Like, why the, <laughs> like why would you have that promo? Give that to her. No, I, and I said this to JCD and Aaron like a couple month, like a month or two ago. I think at the TLC pay per view, I go, this crowd is gonna fucking turn on Ronda. Like, if, especially if they're gonna pair her with Becky, they need to turn Ronda heel. Otherwise, she's gonna be the new Roman, and the crowd's gonna fucking completely turn on her. Yeah, and it's happening. And that's what I think. How how did Vince not know that like this crowd was gonna right? You know, and like I said, I should have gave her the option of been like, all right, if this crowd starts getting behind him, get angry, get pissed, talk about how you're the best, and then call out right. the locker room, and then say open challenge tonight. I'm a defending champ. If you want some, come get some. Right. Not to quote John Cena, throw the <laughs> mic down, and then bam, hit Bailey's music. That's all you had to do. Right. Instead of like. Like, oh God, that oh. was just so. I felt so bad for her. And I like to shout out how uh, WWE fucking scam artists, and you could consider this false advertising, maybe fraud to sell tickets. Um, so back in at the end of December when they announced Cena's coming back, Sean Ross, the guy who's but he's extremely credible on Twitter, like about breaking news and stuff. Okay. Um. He said John Cena wasn't going to be back. He's only going to be back for like two weeks. He's not even going to be there for the Rumble. He was legit back for two weeks. And they still advertised Cena like he was going to be at the Rumble because he said he's shooting a mo- he started shooting a movie a week before the Rumble. And he's like, he's not going to be at the Rumble. It's only gonna be- he's only going to be back for two weeks. And that's just to get the ratings back up. And lo and behold, it's- he was literally back for two fucking weeks. And WWE still advertised it like he was going to be at the Rumble. And then a week before, they said Cena's injured and may not be in the Rumble. And it wasn't until NXT TakeOver that they announced that Cena's not going to be at the Rumble. How fucked up is that? Yeah. That's pretty shitty. Why even waste our time? Right. It was was just a ploy to sell tickets. That's all it was. Sell tickets and, like, make sure people tune in. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) ugh. It's ridiculous. Shitheads. But anyway, so Becky comes out, and what a pop. I mean, that's Stone (laughs) Cold-esque. Like, that was legit a Stone Cold-style pop. Oh, well, and then they just kept chanting Becky during when she was talking, which is like Austin-esque, where it's like, you know, he's talking, and all of a sudden he says something, and it's an Austin chant just breaks out for like 20 seconds. Yeah. That's what was happening. Ronnie, I told you I'd come back to you. I I came and I found you. Yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. And um uh yeah, the, so the promo happens. The tweet I'm talking about though. <laughs> the tweet was like Rhonda tweeted to Becky about like what you're saying was fancy make believe, what I said was facts and like all that. And she's like, I'm a natural born killer and I'm gonna own you at WrestleMania again, or that's like what her tweet said. And Oh yeah. Becky's like, Ronnie, no, I believe that you're a killer because before, because she's like, I believe that you're a killer because you were murdering that segment until I had to come out and bail you out. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So good. That was so good. Yep. 
I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, she has not. I believe you're a killer, Ronnie. You and were those, murdered in that whole segment until the man bailed you out. Those replies, man. Those replies. Those like tweets back with the fans, like, like Ronnie, delete your account. Like, just delete Twitter right now. If you're okay. gonna go against Becky, just delete social media until like after yeah. you're done with Becky. So and, here's. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And no, I was just gonna shout us out uh, that Nikki Bella tweet. Those responses were fucking hilarious. They were so good. They were so funny. It went viral, like, a little bit. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the gifts, just the little replies. It was like, god damn, this is funny. It's great. Uh, uh, so the man also tweeted out yesterday was her birthday. Happy birthday, the man. Happy birthday. It's a picture of her and Ronnie in the in the ring. And she goes, Ronnie, wish the man a happy birthday, you little weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are the... <laughs> She keeps calling her a little weirdo. It's hilarious. It's so, like, subtle and so, like, weirdo. like almost, like, childish, but, like, so <laughs> funny. Like, almost, like, bully-esque, where it's like, hey, you, come here. <laughs> Wish me a happy birthday, weirdo. A little weirdo. I, I loved it, man. I thought Rhonda did a good job that fun, her her uh, promo after. Yeah, she got um, pissed. She legit she, got angry. Yeah, she got, yeah. and uh, But I also love Becky Lynch just with that smirk. Yeah, she's like, you ain't gonna do shit. And at the end of the promo, she just goes, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think they main event WrestleMania? I think uh, they have to. I think they have to, too. And I don't know if that's going to piss people off and be like, the first ever Royal, the first ever women's main event at Mania is Ronda Rousey, who's only been there for a year. Yeah, but if that payoff's Becky going over, making her tap out, I think it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. But if, Becky's got to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, Becky has like, to go over. And it's like honestly, like I'm not saying Ronda's earned it, but like Becky's earned it. If if Ronda doesn't if Ronda doesn't tap out or put Becky over, Ronda's going to be like Roman the her rest of her yeah. career. Like she's, she's going to get booed all the time. Yep, it's um, not going to be pretty. No, not at all. Uh, I got two more things I want to talk about real quick on SmackDown. So weird SmackDown episode, but uh, it's the weirdest the, one I've ever seen. Our Truth title win was weird. Like, why? I understand like they're trying to make it. I get what they were trying to do because it's like our Truth is weird and like goofy that they're trying to make it a goofy ending to fit our Truth's character. I get right. that. It looked fucking weird and it did not come over. It did not go over well. No. Um. However, Samoa Joe's promo was fucking sick. It, he was just burying people and then what he said to hardy which was hilarious because yeah. after he said that orton started cracking up mustafa ali was clearly biting his lip from laughing uh-huh. daniel bryan started smiling like yeah. and even like jeff hardy was laughing like yeah, i think they were all laughing like, at orton like yeah because like Joe's... orton just goes oh shit and the line was just like hey jeff hey jeff how about you do us a favor, act like you're at the AA meetings to keep your mouth shut and hear what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, that was one of the best burns in a while. And I think I'm going to put a prediction. I think we see Samoa Joe as WWE champion before the end of the year. Possibly, I think so, too. Possibly Money in the Bank winner, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'd give him it. I'd give him it, too. It's either him or Elias, depending on what they do with Elias. But I think it, I think Joe has the more over right now. Joe is like really becoming into like his character, like especially after that. And he's like, 
hey, oh, hey, AJ, how's our old girl Wendy doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. What did he say to Randy? He's like, he's like, we haven't locked up yet, but I know I'll suck like the, I'll pull those fangs off you. And oh, yeah, something out. like that. Yeah. He, Samoa uh, Joe's just, he's something good. Mm-hmm. He's good on that mic. Yeah, he the is. Jeff Hardy thing. I was like, oh, God damn it, man. Come on. Leave it's, Jeff alone. Great. It, that's what, like, seriously, go back and watch it again. Look at all the wrestlers in the ring, like, laughing. <laughs> and I think it kind of threw Joe off a minute because he stumbled his words, like, for a second after that because he looked around and yeah. was like, oh, damn, did I, did I get you guys? Like, <laughs> Yeah, oh, I got you guys to pop. Yeah. Uh, um, I will say, too, I think, I think Mustafa Ali had a moment on the mic, and I think Randy or somebody kind of, like, cut him off, caught him off guard, and he kind of did a good job trying to, like, I think he kind of like rebuttaled back something that maybe wasn't like great, but like mm-hmm. it's showing that he's like, you know, he's not afraid to, uh, you know, when he gets called out on the mic or gets caught off guard, he's, I, I think Mustafa Ali is going to be fucking good. I think he is too. Um, I think it's only going to be better if he gets, stays in the ring with guys like Joe and Orton and stuff, those veterans that can just fucking mold him and give him I agree. the fucking best advice because he's, he's good. He's, he cuts good promos too. They're not like overly cliche and uh, and he can just fucking go. Yeah, and that Elimination Chamber match is going to be sick. Dude, I didn't even put two and two together. I was like, what are they doing with all these guys out there? And <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, the Elimination Chamber. Duh. Oh my god, I felt like such a fucking mark. <laughs> It's just like, what do we have? Like a, we have like a fatal six way next week or something. Fatal six way. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the fucking elimination chamber. It's gonna be tight. It's yeah, a good. It I think it's a good uh, collection of guys. It you is. Got, you, know, you got Orton and Hardy, the older guys, and you got, uh, I mean, even Samoa Joe, and then you got Ali, who's probably gonna do something cool in there, and uh, Daniel Bryan, and then whatever the fuck. I don't know what Rowan's gonna be doing. Yeah, who knows? He'll probably break in like chamber somehow and get Bryan the win. They should have Rowan walk around the ring with like a recycling can and like have people throw their stuff. Dude, away. It was great when he threw away the tra- the title and the crowd starts chanting "Recycle it." Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, but um, last thing I want to talk about. Uh, so Hideo Itami has been granted his release from WWE. Oh. Uh, Kenta, it's a little sad, but um, Hideo Itami was one of those guys that was just like. Yeah, like he can you imagine if he never got hurt in NXT? Right. He was supposed to be he was supposed to be like NXT champion. Like oh, he yeah. was getting lined up to like wrestle Owens. Like and then he got hurt, then he got hurt again. Then he was supposed to wrestle like knock they were getting ready for Nakamura Hideo Itami, which would have been fucking unreal. Yeah, but been nuts. He uh he asked for his release. He got it. He changed his Twitter handle back to Kenta, which is a fucking badass name to begin with. Yep. But all the wrestlers are saying I respected Ao Tommy because I was like his gimmick was like respect me. Mm-hmm. And all the wrestlers on like two hundred five and like smack like all the wrestlers throughout WWE were just saying I respected Ao Tommy. I'm like that's fucking cool. Like yeah, it's a nice like send know. off. Yeah, you know some they you know they understand guys got to do what they got to do. You and know. Then, yeah, and then on top of that, we learned that Dean Ambrose, Uncle Dino, is not renewing his contract in April, which seems to be legit. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's weird. It like uh, the like the announcement of it. It's I to me, it's because I mean, like you got to think about it this way: WWE has realized that like they've treated him. That's not what he wanted. He apparently hates the hokey shit. Like. Yeah. 
that's what he said that he hates hokey shit and he wants his character to be like angry like an angry heel and they're still not doing it right and he's kind of fed up and he's like i'm just i just went out and um you gotta also think like he's a former wwe champion and not to mention we will never see a shield reunion now yeah no we won't which is you might not even hear a reference of the shield i you almost have to but it's just like right it's crazy like we'll never see the shield again like yeah as as of right now like we that's the last time we'll ever see the shield and like that's crazy because that's like one of the biggest factions in wrestling history like and that's gonna be that's done so it's kind of like wwe is losing a major fucking player for them right now and it's I think he's totally going to AEW. I think he's totally going to AEW. Like, I think, I mean, why, I mean, it'd be a smart, can you imagine like him and like Jericho going at it? Mm-hmm. And like, like, like a, or him and fucking anybody there. Well, at double or nothing is in Las Vegas. That's his hometown. Yeah. Maybe the main event could be like Jay Adletto said, he could see Cody and John Moxley, John Moxley, the main event yeah. of double or nothing. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I guess I, I don't like not believe the report, and like, but I'm not like I fully don't believe that it's like uh, a storyline or we're trying to be sold either. I, I don't know. It's just it's all so weird because it's like the he uh, he cut that promo with like Triple H and Seth Rollins, and it was like fuck yeah, you know I mm-hmm. like that. That was awesome. Yeah, and then he does the thing where it's like he's trying to talk after the ring and he gets cut off, and then they announce like he's you know, gonna, he's not going to sign. And it's like, did they intentionally be like, Hey, you know, go out there and go like, get ready. Like yeah, he's ready I to think... cut a shoot promo. And then we're going to announce like, I, it, it's like, I believe it's probably like, yeah, you know, he probably, I don't, I believe that he's probably not going to come back, but I'm also like, I'm not putting off completely that like, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they're setting up. Cause maybe they still believe they can change his mind. Maybe, yeah. I mean, they have time. That's why it's kind of booked why it was on Monday, maybe. Like, maybe they think, like, hey, maybe we can convince this guy. Maybe we can work something out. Do you want to know why I think they're being so nice about it? uh, Because Renee Young's a sweetheart? Exactly. I don't think they want to lose Renee on commentary. I don't think they would. I don't know, man. Renee's, like, very well wanted. Like, Renee, ESPN wanted Renee Young. Yeah, they did. They wanted to take Michelle... uh, Beatles spot yeah and like so like if dean's leaving who's to say that renee doesn't go with him and renee has a shitload of options outside of wwe to where you could see her as a lead commentator for aew yeah yeah uh like the aew like the aew effect is in full like form right now it's in full blast like look at all the wrestlers like asking for releases like they're it's giving the wrestlers the balls to be like I'm out like yeah uh which I think I think's awesome because like people always said I think people were afraid to like challenge Vince's authority because they felt like there was nowhere to go they they wouldn't get the money like yeah, and now they're like fuck the money man like I'm fucking I came into wrestling to like mm-hmm. do something to do awesome stuff and now but, it's just like I'm not AEW's able to... putting out that money yeah they're putting out that money and they're putting out that creative ability to you know yep they're open they're not gonna let people obviously do whatever they want but hey they get it like let's try stuff let's be different yep let's not be so fucking cookie cutter i agree 
like, all right, hey, WWE, oh, yeah, we think Ambrose, yeah, we're going to make him into this awesome guy. And then they give him, like, it's like a hokey awesome guy. It's like, eh. Yeah. No. They made we him can, too goofy. Yeah, it's like we can see right through that. Like, just let him fucking, if you listen to your crowd, you listen to people, what they say and why they like him, it's like, just let him be Dean Ambrose. Let him be John Moxley. Just yeah. let him fucking, you know. Hey, Vince, go watch a fucking John Moxley promo or Dean Ambrose promo from even FCW or NXT. Yeah. Like, where he was, like, crazy, like, a legit, like, angry, crazy person who was like, I'm going to kill you. Like, right. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, like, yeah, you know. So I don't blame him. I don't know. I can I, I don't. I don't want to lose Renee Young. Yeah, like I don't Renee. either. Even though she, she didn't know the words to. I was just about to say, did you Jeff see Jared Corey Graves just point at and her, point at her and just start cracking up? <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing I love about her though. It's like she could laugh. Like she's, she's. I don't know. She's entertaining. I like her. She knows her stuff. She's, she's different. So I don't know. Maybe she goes. Maybe she doesn't. I think maybe it depends on the schedule of AEW. Yeah. I could see it if it's like maybe it's to consider – because I don't know how AEW, like traveling and scheduling is going to go. Like how much they'll actually – I think they – weren't they kind of saying like you'll have more time off and stuff, but the, – they, they they were saying they probably won't do like that many house shows like, yeah. like WWE. They said they're probably going to do a weekly show. It's going to be a weekly show. Right, right. But, but like we not just don't know if they're going to travel like that much. They're not going to be wrestling 290 days a year. No. 300 plus days a year yeah no, they'll do so once I, a week. I think that's good affected too like obviously they're, they're married so you know they mm. want to be away from each other all the time so but i, don't I know. can also see like ambrose like just taking time off like he seems like one of those guys that you just see like whatever i'm gonna go like do my own thing for a little bit and then come back yeah i'm gonna go like hike in the mountains and hang out with wolves and yeah beat dean ambrose mm-hmm. for a while yeah i don't know uh I really hope they work something out. I hope they realize they could probably be losing something huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's not like the biggest player, but he could be if they fucking let him be him. He should have been. Yeah. Um, but like, like uh, what you're saying though, I actually, I actually do hope he leaves because I hope it kind of is kind of like a slap in the face of like WWE. Like, wake the fuck up. Like, start yeah. producing better content. Give your wrestlers a little more creativity. Let them go with their freedom a little bit here. Like. Like, cause if you're not careful, all shitload of wrestlers are going to start showing up on AEW. And apparently rumor is Jericho keeps calling out Lesnar because they're trying to yeah. bring Lesnar over to AEW. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was drunk when he was calling out mm-hmm. Lesnar. Uh, probably just need a little liquid courage to do it. I it's don't like, know. Give it up. You got a gut. It's like Jericho, you had, you have a Yeah, Jericho, you're gut. fat. Come on, <laughs> bud. Uh, but maybe that was the point of it. I don't uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's why I heard too. They might be trying to get Lesnar, and it's like that's I love that's why you know Jericho. He's like, here we go, Lesnar, Jericho, the battle of the dad bods. Yeah, <laughs> even though like Lesnar's like ripped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's crazy. Um, I know that's kind of your last thing, but I do want to ask you this. All right, so I know how we're all kind of pissed off at Vince for having AEW guys take their shirts off and stuff at events. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's doing that on purpose to build up AEW to have that competitor? I don't I know that sounds wild and a little like far fetched, but like maybe he's like, you know what? Maybe we could use some competition. And I, and I think he knows that it's not going to really affect him or his company know. that much. I don't know because it's like, it. 
But it is, it's already affecting his company. Like, that's the thing. Like, it already is affecting the company. Like, and people, people on Twitter want to act like it's not, they're not a, like, WWE isn't scared. It's like, they're obviously scared. If they're telling people to take off the shirt in the front row, I don't think it's, like, to help them out. I think it's legit, like, he doesn't want, like, that shirt on TV. Which, the funny thing is, if they never would have said anything, nobody would have noticed and nobody would have said a word. Nobody would have, like, even said a single word about that shirt. Right, well, they probably just been like, oh, hey, AEW yeah. shirt at Raw. But, but like... that blew up so negatively that it gave AEW just the ultimate, like, free publicity. Like, it gave yeah. them so much publicity. But that's why I almost think that, like, maybe Vince is kind of doing it intentionally. Because, like, he knows that, like, he knows either way, like, it, with how media is. Like, you know, AEW is going to get noticed anyway and like Maybe. if he has him take shirts off he knows that's gonna get around like i don't i don't I know i feel like somebody be like hey like not that. a good idea to do like you know it's gonna get around and it's gonna hurt us i, I don't know i don't know i just don't i just don't see it see, being like that for some reason because i don't know how scared he actually could be i don't think he's scared but i think he realizes that it's hurting him already because like it's give it's i think it's totally giving wrestlers the balls to be like i want out uh, yeah, that's why it's okay. I think he's more. Are you saying he's more scared of wrestlers leaving rather than like losing fans? Yeah, I mean, I think okay, it's, okay, I don't okay. Think I, thought, a I thought you were saying he's scared of like losing. I thought you were saying he's kind of like more scared of like this fan base, like oh, switching no. sides. Okay, that makes yeah. Okay, I agree with that thing completely. That like, yeah, he's probably scared. Like, oh fuck, I'm gonna start losing guys because like, um, like I guess what you're about to say about Finn. It's like I think Finn was gonna fucking. I think Finn was ready to leave, like for sure. I think Finn was ready to leave. They're not; they weren't doing anything with him, and it's <laughs> his character's been so up and down. And then you have the Good Brothers. I bet you a million dollars they're going to be on their way out. We'll see what Nakamura does. Like they're going to start yeah. losing these wrestlers. Yeah, um, I was going to say I hope Finn Finn better win the IC title at Mania. Yeah, or else because then after that, then what are they going to do with him? I don't know. Unless they put him in the uh, we just main need, title picture. It's still Lesnar just holding the the company hostage a little bit. It's still he needs to go away. Yeah, he does. And uh like if you want to have him back on, just have him back on. Just don't put him in a title picture. Like Yeah. And and I know that like you know, there's the reasoning behind Lesnar, but like the reasoning's going on just a little too long. Yep. Is the reasoning was supposed to be to help Roman and it didn't work with Roman and they just kept throwing Roman mm-hmm. and it's like they just been doing the same story with him for like fucking four years five years now it's like it's it's boring it's stale it's old like it's I get boring. it it's to help build up other stars but it's like you know how many you know how maybe Dean Ambrose would still be here if the title was still around and he was yep. facing Rollins for the title I mean we've talked about it for months how it's like it's and, and Kevin Owens and well, Sami Zayn all these guys it's like it's WWE botched Ambrose like completely on a that yeah. heel turn. Oh God, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's basically what I have to say about that. All right, let's hit him with that one, two, three finish. Let's get on out of here. It's two hours and thirty minutes in. Jesus. Um. All right. Uh. One, two, three. Finish. Um. My number one. I I, I would save it for last, but like number one goes to number one, and that number one is the man, Becky Lynch. Hell yeah, brother. The ball keeps rolling. She's getting bigger and better. It's just the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, happy birthday, Justin Timberlake. And happy belated birthday, Becky Lynch. It's JT's birthday, man. I got to give him a shout out. <laughs> uh, and my number three, 
I've been watching old manias. I'm sure you probably noticed that when I sent you that snap of CM Punk yeah. last night. What a dick. Uh, yeah, such a dick. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm just going to say if there's one match that I realized that I can go back and watch over and over, knowing the result, but still just get suckered in, it's HBK Ric Flair. I watched it the other night, and like from start to finish, like I know what's going to happen. I've watched umpteen times, and I'm still just like, uh, I still just get like chills. Just and lost. Soul. And, yeah, and just lost, man. And it's it's just so good. And I, that's also the same mania you get the best run-in I've ever seen from uh, Charles Robinson um, when he runs down the ramp at lightning speed. <laughs> and it takes him, for, <laughs> takes him forever. It's the funniest damn thing. But anyway, uh, if there's a match that anybody's ever like, oh, what should I watch? Just, just watch it. Just watch HBK and fucking Ric Flair because it's just like the most emotional thing I've ever watched. It is. It's pretty fucking emotional. Yeah, it's just good. It's good. The beginning of the match, I don't want to drag on too long, but they're they're, they're kind of going at it, and I guess it was after uh, HBK called him like an old, uh, what do you call him? Uh, old Yeller. Old Yeller. And they're in the corner, and I think and Flair's kind of like not breaking off like the five count. HBK's like, get off me! And uh, what does he do? Uh, I think I think Flair like slaps him in the face. And HBK's like, are you fucking... Like, I think he legit was like, what the fuck, old man? And Flair, <laughs> and Flair just goes, old jeller, huh? Old jeller, huh? Yeah. Let's do this. I was like, oh my god, yes! Like, it just, like, fuck. He was, like, ready just to put his heart and soul into that last match. Just yep. like, fuck, man. And he, hit, so, he actually uh, hit a crossbody. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, god, dude, the match is just so fucking good. So, uh, that's my three most random three count ever. <laughs> so, um, that is that. My uh my number one go Pats go Pats go let's go let's get another Super Bowl fuck Cronky um number two the man always comes around Ronnie watch out let's go little weirdo little weirdo Ronnie and uh, number three uh I hope you feel better Jim I'm gonna say that every time until you come back but uh I hope I don't die in Vegas yeah man have fun that'll be a blast win some money. Can't wait. I hope so. Could use it. Um, maybe put a little bet on the Blues. Yeah, maybe. I wish I could put a bet on like, hey, ESPN 101s. They're gonna cover Blues games because they're too far up uh, Doug Armstrong's gas right now. Yeah, that's true. Actually, honestly, if you're down there, if they have any baseball bets, you should put money down on the Cardinals for like a World Series win. Not a lot, but maybe if it's cheap, put mm-hmm. some down. I might think uh, about that. Might I'll give you my odds. It's a good chance they could win. So you never know. You might end up winning a bunch of money, and you'll look back and be like, oh. Like you know, I'll be at, you'll be at my funeral and you'll be like, Stoutsy was right. I'll put a dollar in your coffin. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I was, you know, if you win a bunch of money, I'm hoping maybe you'd buy like an old <laughs> casket from WWE that has like Taker's name on it's it or be, something. But it's gonna be a closed casket. Like ah, I gotta open this. I gotta open this real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> no, get, god here, take a dollar. Uh, Fuck. God, here, take this. That <laughs> uh, smells like shit in here. Gotta Coop take still. a shower now. Uh, we are not normal. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, anyway, you can go follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope whenever we get back onto that. At, uh, at Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow P2P at P2P Nation on all social media platforms as well. You can buy our t shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com and search Offended. Oh, and shout out. To, I meant to do this at the fucking beginning of the episode until I forgot. Shout out to Podcast Missouri. Uh, yep. We're on there now. Spread the love. Um, 
they're gonna be helping us like promoting us so good good on them i've meant to totally shout them out at the beginning of the episode I totally forgot i think i was just excited about the super bowl in vegas and songs of the week but uh sure <laughs> uh and just talking about robert and his passport um um, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Trick1042. You can follow Stoutsy at uh, Jimmy James nine four one seven on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, James V Stout on the Snapchat. There you go, brother, brother. Um, whenever Stoutsy can make it out of the poop pit and come to the yeah. cockpit, we will do our nineties episode, our last nineties episode. Yeah, and hopefully we'll be back with. Uh... Our weekly wrestling wrap up, hopefully. So, yeah. yeah. Until Lots then, to look we'll forward to people. Here. Yep, yep. All right. Well, for Stoutsy of Tricky, this has been Offended, presented by PWP Nation. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, happy 80th episode, by the way. Whoa, look at us. Yeah, all right. Bye. 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 Bye.